Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. You need a Hummer? Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Froggy in my throat today. You all right? Well, it's just a, it's phlegm that won't leave. Phlegmy. It's just hanging out, and it's not big enough for me to cough up. Oh, baby phlegm. Yes, oh, baby that's phlegm. Too bad. You got to get a little more oomph on that. I'm giving it oomph. You're giving oomph. it oomph? Oomph, oomph, oomph. Pump up the jams. I'm in the geeky right now. Let's <laughs> oh, go. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. Leanna Ray on traffic. Five-minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you got to squat and be ready. Balls <laughs> on his chest. Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Football Friday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We have a big Football Friday program for you. Saturday showcase. We get you ready for all the big games tomorrow. That is coming up at 3.30. NFL picks in the 4 o'clock hour. Picks. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Please do send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I saw a picture today from uh, Jeff Swoboda who, you know, writes for the Jackets for their website. And he tweeted a photo, Mike, that I thought was very interesting. And it gave me the warm fuzzies inside. What is it? A little chilly out this last couple days. Yeah. He had a picture in the arena at Nationwide, the coolers where all the beer is. You know, you can walk in and get a beer out of a cooler now. They've got those self-serve kiosks all stocked with beer. Oh. They're not doing that. Well, I mean... Unless it's time to get to the arena and go watch a yeah, hockey game. They're, they're so, playing hockey in a few days. That's what I mean. I'm saying jacket season right around the corner, too. We got all the football going. We're getting hockey ready to go. Crew season, you know, in full swing. It's a big stretch right here. So Is it tomorrow? Double check this, Teddy, because I thought I saw something that the jackets are having an open practice tomorrow. That's the fans probably, to that go would, and check out. That would make sense. That's why that picture's out there. I'm just saying, like, we're getting close to hockey time, and I'm loving it. Uh, we got some big, big news today. Right, yeah. This is shocking news. Okay. Dare I say bigger than C.J. Stroud not playing tomorrow. Right. The NFL is reinstating Josh Gordon. He's back. He's back. I, I haven't been able to sleep. <laughs> I'm so well, glad he's back. We had said this a few was it a few weeks ago where that news came out that he'd been reinstated or no, sorry, or sorry, not reinstated. He was, he had applied for it because he completed all the things he right. was supposed the, to. The union recommended to the league. That's right. That he be reinstated because he, he did everything he was supposed to do. And I guess the league looked at that and said, all right, we're satisfied. And I guess he'll be eligible to play next week. If anybody wants to sign him, mm -hmm. he's not signed to a team. And then, of course, a couple weeks after that, he will be suspended for something else. Let me let me just run you back through what the career arc of Josh Gordon in the well, league I'll has been. Well, I'll take a nap because this will take a while. Well, I'll just give you how many seasons he's actually played, all right? Here, here we go. Don't forget, 2012, he came into the league as a supplemental draft pick because he got kicked out of Baylor, right? Yep. Okay. 
So 21 years old, Browns took him. He played 13 games, had 50 catches, 800 yards. Pretty good start to his career. Pretty good for a rookie. Yeah. 22, that's year 22. That's when he was played in 14 games, had 159, or I'm sorry, 87 catches, 1,600 yards. That was the season, my friend. Year two. Yeah, not year 22. Age 22 season. All right, got it. Yeah, year three. He had uh, just five games, 300 yards, and then was out of the league for two years, 2015-2016. Came back with Cleveland in 2017, played in five games, and that was that. Then uh, it had like 300 yards. Then 2018, he played for Cleveland and New England. You might remember they traded him. Then 2019, he played for New England and Seattle, and that is the last time he played in the league. 2019. Yeah. Well, he's going to be back. <laughs> and look, the standard line from everybody is, well, I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he figures it all. I don't care. I, <laughs> I, I've said this for years. I don't, I don't care. He's had every opportunity in the world. There are people out there who fall down, who never get the chances that Josh Gordon gets. And every time he fails, he fails everybody else that tries to help him. He spits in everybody else's face. So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't care what he does. I really I, don't. I acknowledge that there are difficult things, you know, whatever is causing him to continually fail these these chances and continually be out of the league. Clearly, there's something going on there. When I say I wish him nothing but the best, what I mean is just in the human sense, if I see a guy on the side of the road who's, you know, asking for money, I hope that guy gets it figured out too. Now, if you ask me, do I think the chances are good that that guy without a ton of help and resources is going to figure it out? The answer is no. But to your point, Josh Gordon is not like that guy on the side of the road. He's had a bunch of chances. He's been given brilliant opportunities and fresh starts and maybe getting another one here. So I just mean it in the human sense. I, I would rather people not have demons that cause them to lose everything. I hope for his sake he doesn't. But am I going to be following along? No. Am I going to be invested? No. And of course, it should go without saying, the Cleveland Browns, they will not touch Josh Gordon. There's no way they will call him, reach out to him, none of that. That is not happening, and nor should it. Uh, Buckeyes getting ready for Akron tomorrow. 7.30 kick time. Pre-game coverage will start at 2 right here on the fan. So the big news yesterday was C.J. Stroud has been resting his ouchy shoulder this week at practice. The only way he's going to play on Saturday is in an emergency situation, which nobody foresees happening. I guess nobody foresees emergencies, but you know what I mean. Right. I Even though we haven't heard otherwise, I assume that Kyle McCord's going to get the start, and then because this is Akron, and you should win this game by 50 points, Jack Miller will get in and get significant time. I don't think it's going to be one of these situations where Ryan Day is rotating these guys early in the game. I think he will pick a starter and go with that starter until the game gets out of hand. Yeah, I tend to think it's going to be Kyle McCord as well. And I am looking forward to seeing him have a chance to prove what he can do. But like you said, Akron is not going to be the measuring stick we're looking for for an Ohio State quarterback. Right, I mean, no, I, I want to clarify that too because I had some people reach out to me this week and say, "Well, I mean, we thought that about Tulsa too. Tulsa is bad. That was an unnecessarily close game, and the Buckeyes should be ashamed of themselves for that performance." However, 
I don't think you understand how bad Akron is. Tulsa was favored, or Ohio State was favored over Tulsa. I think it was 28 points was the line. This game was up over 50 at one point. Tulsa would beat Akron by 30 points. Yes. That's how bad Akron is. And that was a winless Tulsa team that we saw in the shoe last week. Akron, epically bad. There is no excuse for not winning this game by at least five touchdowns. Right. I don't think they're going to cover the spread, which I think is still over like 47 or 48. That's, to me, crazy. It started at 53 <laughs> was the spread. I don't think they're covering that level of spread, but you're right. This game should not be close. Here's what I'm looking for tomorrow as a Buckeye fan watching both the offense and the defense. I would like to see one of the two quarterbacks that play, and I don't care if it's Kyle McCord, if it's Jack Miller, I don't care. I'd like to see one of them go out and be clearly better than the other one. Is that is that wrong of me? I'd like no. to see one where we say, all right, now we can kind of eliminate that discussion for a little while. And then the discussion can be about if C.J. Stroud does not get better and if he does not improve, and I do mean that from an injury standpoint as well, if all that is the case, then whoever emerges tomorrow, I hope gets a good shot to take over if C.J. Stroud does not vastly improve. But it needs to be vast improvement. And I, I'm, I, I don't understand the guys in the Buckeye media who kind of will say things like, oh, what do you want him to do? Bench is start. Yeah, possibly if we get to a point where C.J. Stroud continues to look like he has. He has not looked great. Do you think Ryan Day is going to be shy to do that? I, I don't think so. Like I, I, I said earlier in the week, he essentially demoted and chopped the balls off of his defensive coordinator. Right? He's, he's not going to, he is not going to tie his future to C.J. Stroud if C.J. Stroud is not doing the job. Yeah. He's going to put the, and I'm not saying that C.J. Stroud is going to lose his job after this week. Kyle McCord can go out, throw for 500 yards, and have glitter coming out of his ass. C.J. Stroud, when healthy, will be the starting quarterback. To your point, Bone, if C.J. Stroud, when he's healthy, comes in and still missing guys down the field, missing high, not showing his full potential, well, then then you make a move. But he's yeah. not losing his job this week. I don't care how good Kyle McCord or Jack Miller looks. What I don't understand is this. There's nothing wrong with fans looking at a, star, a stud quarterback, right, which C.J. Stroud is. He's got all the measurables. He's got all the recruiting hype. He's everything. So is Kyle McCord, right? And though he's not going to play this week, Quinn Ewer's not an option this week. When his time comes, he too will have a lot of people wanting to see what he can do because all these guys have come in with tremendous amounts of hype on them because of how good they were in high school. So so does everybody else that plays at Ohio State. But it's been a while since you've had not a clear number one at Ohio State. And I know C.J. Stroud is listed as the number one guy, but no one can sit there and tell me that what you've seen so far, injury or not, is clear number one performance from him. So, yes, this weekend, I'm looking for one of the two guys who plays to emerge as this is the the most close to a starter we have out of these two. And then we can go from there as far as maybe if there is mop-up duty in the next game, what is that, Rutgers is who we're playing next, I think? Yes. If there's time there and C.J. Stroud kind of looks iffy and Kyle McCord comes out and looks great, yeah, I don't blame fans for looking at that and saying, what if we just started the game with Kyle McCord? If that's the way it goes. You know who else is looking at that? Ryan Day. 
He's looking at different things than you and I are, I think, right? He's also got to take into account practice, well, stuff and, behind and the scenes, how guys about lead, that all week. that stuff. He talked about practice. He was open and honest and essentially said, look, no one's lighting the world on fire. It's not mm-hmm. like there's a backup quarterback that's just doing everything we asked him to do in practice. These guys have to get better. And he essentially said practices need to get better. Yeah, they they sure. need to get more competitive. They they need to have a different energy to them. That's on him as a head coach, and getting his position coaches to light a fire under these guys. But you know, there there's this easing into situations which I've been critical of, and that's okay as long as eventually your offense goes out there and puts up fifty points. Yeah. But the the telltale sign of a Ryan Day coach team so far in his brief tenure at Ohio State is sort of easing into a football game, seeing how it looks, and then second quarter, boom, that's when the fireworks start. He is understanding his defense isn't good enough for him to do that, and maybe he's understanding that, you know, he's giving these guys too much credit. That, oh, we can have a week of okay practices, and my guys will pick it up on Saturday. Maybe he's realizing we need to get more intense during the week and then carry that over to Saturday. Yeah, I agree with you. There is one thing I really think we can look for on the defensive side of the ball as well, and we can talk about that when we come back, but there's another thing you can take out of this from the defensive standpoint, even though Akron is not going is not supposed to be any good. I, I still think you can draw something from this game on both sides of the football. Football Friday, Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from 71 southbound after 670, but traffic is still slow from Hudson as it recovers. And an accident now causing problems on I-70 westbound at the 71 East Split. Watch out for backups in this area. This traffic report is sponsored by HeroLoan.com. Have you locked in and closed on your VA Streamline refinance yet? They're locking loans in the twos and closing VA loans in as little as 14 days. HeroLoan.com, the home loan expert, LLC, NMLS number 1326241. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Their BMI is higher than their IQ. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Join the fan for the Ozone Tailgate on Lane for the best game day tailgate in town. Catch the pregame show with Matty Ice and Tyvis Powell. Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Be sure to bring cash. Bring cash. Bring cash for your favorite tailgate refreshments. The Ozone Tailgate on Lane is sponsored by Kohler and Buckeye Power Sales, White Claw, your local Columbus Hyundai dealers, and Jack Daniels. See you tomorrow. Bring cash. Bring cash. Uh, You wanted to make a point about the Buckeye defense tomorrow. Because I think there's the temptation to look at the Akron game and say there's not much we're going to take out of this game, and fair point. (laughs) I've heard from more people this weekend, like leading into this weekend, than I have all season who have said, yeah, uh, don't message me during the game. I won't be watching it. And it's like, yeah, understood. I, I don't I don't think there's going to be a lot of text threads going back and forth. I hope not about this game. We all tend to think it should be fairly out of hand. But I still think you can look at this from the Ohio State defense. It doesn't matter who you line up against. There's one issue Ohio State's defense has not fixed this year that they can measure tomorrow, and that is nastiness. That is toughness. That is that that extra little something. And I don't mean... When you've given up 400 yards through the air and then you finally break up a pass in the fourth quarter and then you all have to jump around and like, yeah, no way. And you do the like X's and all that stuff. That's not nastiness to me. I mean, defensive line, front seven, anybody who's coming after the quarterback, bring the heat, get home and make the play. 
I mean when you're going up against as an offensive lineman for Ohio State, and I guess this goes over to the offense, you can still pancake somebody and put them in the ground and then say, yes, that's right, you're playing Ohio State. Now, that doesn't translate physically. You're not going to necessarily be able to do that against Big Ten teams if you can do it against Akron. I just want some attitude back in this defense. I want it on, the, especially on the lines, offensively and defensively, but I want some attitude back that's actually earned. I want you to be better and then go execute and actually make it happen this week. 7.30 game time tomorrow night here on The Fan. Fan poll, 971thefan.com. What's going to be the outcome tomorrow? Bucks win by 1 to 24 points. Oof. Bucks that's, win by that's a, wide, it's a wide margin. <laughs> if you win by 24, I'm mildly disappointed. If you win by 1, I think the station lights itself on fire. Uh, Buckeyes win by 25 to 49 points. Buckeyes win by 50 plus or Akron wins. I I promise you this and it's not going to happen. It's impossible. But I promise you this. If Akron wins the game, you know, there's the game. Yeah. Then there's the network post game show yeah. with Paul Keels and Jim Lachey. And that lasts for what? An hour? An hour. Yeah. Hour and a half. And then uh, Beamer and Timmy Hall come on, and they do a post game too for the lo- for the local post game, and that lasts into the wee hours of the morning. Why are you shaking your head? No, it's not. It's local. not a local. It's a post network game. post game. It's Whatever. all network. We got it. We got all it. Right, but who the hell cares? Are they coming on? When you shake your head over there, it takes me out of my already very small train of thought that I have. Are they coming on the air? Yes. All right. Yes. That's the end of that. Now, now you've pissed me off. Now, if you're in Lima, they're also coming on. The All right, but who you know. cares? They're coming on <laughs> yes. after first network postgame show, yes, right? That's right. To do another postgame show. What I was about to say is you will hear none of that because I will pirate the radio station from my house and do my own postgame show. I don't want Akron to win, but there's a now like I don't know what you've just done there because now I need to hear whatever that would be because it would well, be. You're, you're, I'm going to do it for you, too. I'm going to. Put you on. I will be, be the two of us, drunk and unruly. I won't be And there. I can connect it for you, too, because I'll be here, so I'll make it happen. All right. Fantastic. What was I going to say? To, I don't know. Akron. That's what you were going to say. <laughs> That's not say what I was going to say. You're coming on after the game if they lose. Yeah. I, am, I am coming on after the game. Mm. Last night, we had football. Panthers moved to 3-0 and with a win against the Texans last night. Let me ask you a question. Cause Are they the, good? No. The Panthers? Yes. No, I know. But Houston, bad. Houston, who we thought they were, disappointing the Browns didn't take them more to the well, woodshed. What's, what's but whatever. the difference? You won the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's what I will say. Um, is it wrong to ask the question that maybe we've uh, overvalued Christian McCaffrey a smidge? Because it goes out in this game. It's a one-point one game when he gets injured yet again. Uh, and then after that, Carolina actually doesn't, like, just go in the crapper, they look fine. They they don't miss him necessarily. They go on and continue to be okay. So what I'm saying is, it's just one game. I don't think you go out and beat, like, the Chiefs without a Christian McCaffrey. I think that You don't would go be out tougher. and beat the Chiefs with Christian McCaffrey. That's my point. Is he that big of a difference maker for your team? No. And can you actually rely on him to do anything because no. he's hurt all the time anyway? This is, look, Christian McCaffrey came into this league with a bullet. And he, I think, led the league in touches two consecutive years. And everybody said, we got a race to give this guy a second deal. Mm-hmm. And look, I, I have said this a million times. And my opinion is not going to change. 
unless I am forced to, I don't sign running backs to second contracts. I will, I will ride them hard, put them away wet, which is a slogan that I know you love. It's a weird phrase. It's a weird phrase. <laughs> ride them hard, put them away wet. If I have to franchise tag them, I'll do that. Hey. If I have to franchise tag them again, I'll do that. And then by then, they're probably broken down and out of the league. But you did not need to pay Christian McCaffrey what you paid him at the time that you paid him. I said, are you sure this is going to work out? They didn't listen to me. No, but that's okay. They don't have to Taco listen to Taco Bell you. and Arby's listen to this show, but apparently David <laughs> Tepper and the Carolina Panthers do not. Yeah, that's right. Well, and don't don't mistake the fact that, yes, his 2019 season was ridiculous, right? And he was good as well in his second year, too. I mean, he put up ridiculous numbers, had 1,000 yards receiving to go along with 1,300 yards rushing in 2019. Yes, but it's almost like that's not sustainable. Yeah, that amount of touches in a league that's as tough as the NFL. Yeah, ask Le'Veon Bell how that worked out for him. Right, and then so far, I mean, since then he's played six games. And we don't know what he's going to play next week. I mean, it's a hamstring injury. It could be an all-year iffy thing. He could be in the game but not effective. He might be out for a few weeks. We don't know. This is going to be a weird injury, but leave the game with a hamstring injury. That's not exactly encouraging for the chances that he's going to be back and reliable all season long. So, I'm just saying, you look at the offense, it's not like it looked demonstrably worse when he went out of the game. Because they probably have figured out, we can't just say, oh, that's cool, we've got Christian McCaffrey, we're good. No, you can't rely on that for your offense if you're the Panthers. Not if you want to try to win football games. Pretty much every year we see a team jump off to a nice start and, you know, we wonder, are they going to stick to it? And the Carolina Panthers are 3-0. and I don't think they're any good. Maybe they'll prove me wrong. But let's talk about Sam Darnold. Yeah. You know, was was Sam Darnold right. just in a really bad situation with the Jets? Horribly run team, didn't support him with weapons. Is this is this real Sam Darnold? Or do we just look at it and say, yes, you're 3-0, and but you've beaten bad teams. You did throw for 300 yards last night, but you did it against the Texans, who are not very good, and he'll eventually fall back down to earth. Or do you think Sam Darnold is a pretty decent quarterback and the Jets just didn't know how to grow him? I think he is probably still going to fall back down to earth. I think this is one of those situations where, yeah, there's always pressure in the NFL, but this is no offense to the media in Charlotte. We have said it about the media here. It's not the same as playing in New York. It's not the same as playing in a handful of places. And obviously, you know, again, if you want to come coach the Ohio State Buckeyes around here, it's a little bit tougher media market, right, than it is if you're going to go play hockey here. Okay, I mean, that's just the reality. So there's certain places where certain franchises make it tough. And maybe it is. For a young quarterback, he goes there and he just, everything about New York just ate him up. And maybe going to Charlotte has allowed him to get more along the lines of what he actually is as a player. But I tend to think he is what we thought he was, which is a guy who's got the potential to be decent in the NFL. I don't think he's ever going to be a superstar. And I don't think this is going to last. I don't think the Panthers are a playoff team. So... No, I think this was a nice start for them. I don't think it lasts. We will get you ready for all the big-time matchups tomorrow with Saturday's Showcase coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 
Good afternoon. An earlier accident has cleared from I-70 westbound at the 71 East split. All lanes have reopened in that area. And still watching a crash blocking the right side of the ramp to Spring Street from I-71 southbound. Traffic is backed up to 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by HeroLoan.com. Ryan Kelly with HeroLoan.com. They're locking loans in the twos and are closing VA loans in as little as 14 days. Apply online today at HeroLoan.com. The Home Loan Expert LLC NMLS number 1326241. Only NRA with fan traffic. Stupid impressions and bad math. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Football Friday, sponsored by Tansky Sawmill Toyota, here on The Fan. Saturday showcase coming up in mere moments. We have NFL picks in the 4 o'clock hour. Yes. You can play against us. Tool of the week in the 5 o'clock hour. Send in your Twitter tools now, at manandbone971. Your chance to win fabulous prizes fabulous prizes i'm sorry i was gonna gonna add one little thing what before we get to saturday showcase what i was thinking about what i'm having tomorrow to start watching some of these games my wife and i actually went over what kind of food we want in the house beautiful let's go i have requested and she was also in the mood for this so it's happening stuffed crust pizzas Mm. we didn't even we didn't even specify from where we just said we're gonna figure it out but it have whatever pizza toppings come on it. We are getting stuffed crust pizzas because we have not had them in a while, and I miss the cheese in the crust. Now I acknowledge authentic pizza experience. Who cares? Stuffed crust pizza. That's what's happening this weekend. I think authentic pizza experience kind of out the window at this point. <laughs> I agree with for ninety nine point nine percent of places. You're telling me a meat lovers wasn't necessarily the first idea no, they had I'm when they made pizzas. None of this is authentic. All right, and by the way, it's cheese and bread and things. It's delicious. That's all, as long as what you I know like is it, you what's get the done difference? with the pizza, and then you're like, oh, would I like an entire mozzarella stick wrapped in bread? Well, if you do, that's what's here, and I'm going to eat one of those. So I can't wait. Last night we put the kid to bed about you know eight thirty nine o'clock and. Kristen comes down, just shakes her head at me because mm. I'm in the kitchen making mozzarella sticks. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's my snack. She goes, no, a snack is a handful of chips. You eat yeah. made mozzarella sticks. <laughs> yes, but somehow if we deep fry them. Let me live, woman. We're totally okay with eating a bunch of like sticks of cheese. But if you just had eight stick, like eight pieces, eight whole string cheeses. No, it wasn't that. It was the no, I know. mozzarella sticks, for the frozen mozzarella yeah, sticks. But I'm saying if you took a string cheese out of your fridge and ate the whole thing, you'd be like, that was one. Maybe I'll have a second. But if you batter oh, I, that I see what you're saying. and deep fry it, it's like, oh, I could eat seven or eight of these. That's so bizarre. I have eaten in, in a fit of dispara- desperation eight string cheeses all at once. <laughs> Right, fair when there's enough. nothing in the house. Fair enough. I'm just saying, I feel way more judged if I do that than if I'm just like, oh yeah, I had a side of mozzarella sticks. Saturday Showcase. Common Man and T-Bone present Saturday Showcase. Sponsored by Roosters. A fun casual joint. And the official wing sponsor of Ohio State Athletics. All right. Game number one, number 12, Notre Dame against number 18, Wisconsin. This is noon on Fox from Soldier Field in Chicago. That's right. And former Badgers quarterback Jack Cohn has looked good so far for Notre Dame. He has completed, Mike, 62.6% of his pass attempts, has over 800 yards and eight touchdowns, does have a couple of picks in there. But the Badgers, meanwhile, they're allowing just 194 yards per game through, again, only two games, Penn State and Eastern Michigan. Defensively for Notre Dame, though, they're going to want to make sure they keep making Wisconsin struggle in the red zone because, as we know, that was the problem against Penn State. 
you could have the ball moved by Wisconsin. They would get into the red zone and then just not be able to finish these drives. Notre Dame safety, Kyle Hamilton, he's got three picks so far this year. His range on the field is really great. So I was a little torn on this game. It's only a six and a half point spread. I think Wisconsin, though, is not going to get to two losses in September. I don't think their season's done quite yet. I also don't think they cover in this game. I don't believe in Notre Dame. I think Wisconsin's iffy, but I'm going to go Wisconsin to win by like a field goal late. Another game on a neutral field, number seven, Texas A&M against number 16, Arkansas. This is 330 CBS at Jerry World in Arlington, Texas. And you know who he's going to be pulling for? He's a Razorback. Jerry Jones, big Arkansas guy, played for him, so you know he's going to be thrilled for that. Our, the Razorbacks, by the way, they rank third in the SEC in pass efficiency defense. Uh, so that's that's good. That's a nice stat to have. They've been a pleasant surprise. They're going up against an A&M offense, though, that features Zach Calzada at quarterback uh, after Haynes King, the starter for the beginning of the season. He went down with a leg injury against Colorado. Calzada, though, came in, played well, got the Aggies out of that game. They did win it in a close one. And then he's had two weeks of practice, and he had another game where he started against New Mexico State in a route. So he's getting all the experience. Uh, also, I would like to point out in this Arkansas-Texas A&M rivalry, Arkansas holds a 41-33 to edge over Texas A&M. Did you know that? That Arkansas has won this game more than Texas A&M? No, I would, not have, I would not have guessed that. I wouldn't have thought so either. But Arkansas feels like this could be one where they could prime for the upset. They're only five-and-a-half-point dogs. They like to run the football. If they get it and they can do that, then they should be able to eat some clock. But... The question is, can they move the ball against this A&M defense through the run game? Can they effectively do that? I don't think so. I think A&M gets this done in a slugfest. I don't think it's a pretty game. I think it's an ugly game. And I'll say the Aggies do win it 20-13. to 13. It's a one-touchdown game. They cover the spread, but not by much. Also 3-30 on Fox. I think this could be upset time. Number 14, Iowa State is at unranked but undefeated Baylor. Yeah, Iowa State, seven-point favorites there on the road. And last year, Baylor only averaged 23.3 points per game. They averaged 310 total yards of offense which ranked them 100th and 118th in those respective categories. This year, they're doing much better. They've doubled the point output, and they are 560-plus yards per game. So those are both good for top five in FBS. So they've improved somewhat. They can run the damn ball down in Waco. That's what the Bears are going to try to do against Iowa State. But Iowa State is the best defense they've played by far this season. I expect Iowa State to slow down Baylor's rushing attack. They're going to make quarterback Gary Bohan and beat him with his arm. We'll see if he can do it. Uh, but without it, with it being a road game for Iowa State, you know, this is probably a little closer scoreline if Iowa State's a, uh, away. What? Huh? Let me start that over. If Iowa State's at home, they win by more. Since it's on the road, they probably won't win by as much. Either way, I but think you're, Iowa but should take them to win. Yeah, like 31-21. I think it'd be bigger if they were, you know, playing back at home, but they're not. The primetime game on ABC 730. West Virginia coming off a big win against Virginia Tech. They are at number four Oklahoma, who of course is they're number four. They're undefeated. They haven't looked particularly good, though. No, they haven't, but they're still 16-point favorites in this game. The Mountaineers coming off a big upset of Virginia Tech, so they're feeling really good. Oklahoma has looked bland on offense, I think is the word I would use, to the point that Sooners fans have been questioning, is Lincoln Riley unveiling the entire... Is this it? Basically is what all the Oklahoma fans are saying right now. Is this all your offense is? And there's a lot of belief that it isn't, that there's way more to this offense that he's just purposefully not unveiling. 
West Virginia, though, they're turnover prone, so maybe he doesn't have to unveil the big offense again this week. Seven turnovers already for West Virginia in this season. That includes three interceptions by senior quarterback Jared Dagey. Maybe that's because Dagey's worried about getting run over. The offensive line has been atrocious. They've allowed seven sacks through three games as well. Oklahoma defense, they've tallied 13 so far this year, so look for that matchup. I would expect Oklahoma to get home early and often. That's probably not great for West Virginia's hopes. Sooners roll in this one. I'll say it's like 42 to 14. All right. Let's play a game I like to play called Cheapest Resale Ticket. Ooh, for, out, of, out of all those games? Out of or? all the games. There are a few that you can get a resale ticket for $2. Oh. There's a few. Give me Okay. Let me know. Uh, one of those is the Ohio Bobcats at Northwestern. $2. Oh, yeah. Two bucks. You're in the Chicagoland area? That's right. Drive up north of the city? Go watch the that game. The other one is another MAC Big Ten matchup, Kent State at Maryland. Two hmm. bucks. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if uh, are Maryland fans particularly excited about their team. I think that's a they're they're off to a decent start, but they beat West Virginia. Yeah, that was good. And then the other two dollar game, UAB at Tulane, two dollars. Mm. Mm. So if you're in the area, you know, any of those games, this is what I say: two bucks gets you in the door. If you like college football, you're in the area. Why not? Let me tell you: if you're worried about social distancing. No problem. <laughs> you can do those games. You can man. do that all you want. <laughs> you can have a whole section to yourself. You can have a whole stadium to yourself in some places. Yeah, you're fine. The richest man in the world may be ready to shake up the NFL. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a serious accident on I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. Traffic goes bumper to bumper from 17th Avenue in this area. Plan on some heavy slowdowns as they get things cleaned up. And more delays expected on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Good news, Ohio. Safe Auto offers state minimum car insurance for less than 66 cents a day. Safe Auto is available 24-7 to help you save. Get a quote in less than three minutes at safeauto.com or 1-800-SAFE-AUTO. Play it safe, safe auto. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Extra large, extra stupid. This is Man and Bone. Join B.A. Matt Andrews and Tyvis Powell tonight under the lights for the fans' high school football game of the week. Coverage of this week's matchup is... What? Huh? Huh? It says coverage of this week's matchup. Yes. Hilliard Bradley at Upper Arlington. Yes. Starts Friday night at 6.30 on the fan. I see where they were going. <laughs> Catch highlights and scores from high school football games around Central Ohio on 1st and 10 tonight at 10.15 on 10 TV. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Our coverage starts at 6.30, which is what I just said. That's good. So that's right here on the fan. I can't wait for it. The richest man in the world is Jeff Bezos, Amazon founder. This is not breaking news. He is worth north of $200 billion, give or take a billion, on whatever day it is. You think he even cares? He just sits down at the dinner table and says, well, lost $3 billion today. Rough day. That's all right, I'll make five tomorrow. I don't, I don't think he can look, I don't think he looks at it that way. I would guess he looks at some other numbers, though, that he gets Maybe. from Amazon that are like, yeah, yeah, the numbers are up from the money standpoint, but... Here's where we're failing, and that's I'm guessing that's where he's like, okay, we got to fix that. I'm guessing that's he just doesn't strike me as a guy who lets well enough be well enough. He's got to everything's got to be the best it can be, and that's probably why he has two hundred billion dollars. So there was a piece 
today on yahoosports.com. Charles Robinson wrote it about Jeff Bezos and how essentially he could take over the NFL. He apparently has a strong desire to own a team. And a lot of people are looking at the Denver Broncos, who could go up for sale next year. And maybe he's a, a buyer there. Charles Robinson goes on to say maybe he's the NFL's answer to starting something in England because a lot of owners are shying away from it because they think the expense will be too high to get something started there. Jeff Bezos wouldn't blink at anything like that because he's worth $200 billion. Yeah, the reality, though, that I find, and they bring this up in the story, we should all know this because it's not hard to do this math, but it's just staggering to read it. That Jeff Bezos, David Tepper, is currently the richest owner in the NFL. The Panthers' new owner, who's a hedge fund guy. He's a billionaire himself. He is worth around $15 billion. So Jerry Jones is next with $9 billion. If you add up everyone in the NFL, including those two who are owners in the league, they still don't have the combined wealth that Jeff Bezos has by himself. It's, it's staggering. It's ridiculous. These are the richest of the rich. David Tepper, you'd, like you said, $15 billion. We can't even, can't process what a billion dollars is, man. No. I, I, this is one of my favorite ways I've heard it broken down, which is there, there was a, a YouTube person who took a million dollar bills, not real ones, just fake ones, and like measured out what it would be. And they went, and it was like around a parking lot, basically. They, they did like four or five laps around a parking lot. Big, you know, Walmart-type parking lot. And they said, all right, now I'm going to drive the distance that it would be if we lined up a billion dollars. Remember, a million barely filled up a parking lot. Now I'm going to line up what a billion dollars would be. And he <laughs> proceeded to drive for an hour and a half. Like, that's how much of the difference is between a million dollars and a billion. And David Tepper has 15 of those. And we're saying he would be... Nothing compared to Jeff Bezos. This, I've, I've shared this with you on the air before, and this is true. You can go online, and all the fact checkers will tell you that it's true. Okay? Yeah. Columbus sailed the ocean blue in 1492. Yeah. If you received $5,000 a day, every day, since 1942... You would still have less money than Jeff Bezos makes in a week. <laughs> Choke on that. You would you would not even have a billion dollars, I want to say. No, you would be just under a billion dollars. You would have 900-something million well, dollars. That, you that more goes you know what to, to show with. you how much a billion dollars is. And he's got 200 of he's those. He's got 200 of those. So the reality is this, and they point this out in the article. Not only, I mean, they, they harp on the fact that like he could he could take a team to London. It's like... He could start the actual league that would compete with the NFL if he wanted to and was motivated. That's why the league can't shut him out. That's it. They can't tell him to pound sand. Well, they said like, well, well he's going to have to go through the vetting process like everybody BS. else. Get out of here. He has $200 billion. He, can, he could theoretically go around and convince every other owner to sell their team and then he could shut it down. I mean, he could do whatever he wants. This guy, you... There's a level of money that this guy has that should be, quite honestly, freaking all of us out. But if you're just an NFL fan looking at it from that perspective, he has enough money to buy the entire league. He could pay each you of these I, guys whatever he whatever they want for their team, and he could he could presumably buy out the league. You and I were talking before the show that, you know, it's a good old boys club, right? Mm -hmm. Got to earn your stripes, even among billionaires. 
Not all's created equal. Jerry Jones sort of runs court when all these guys get together. And Jerry Jones is wealthier than just about everybody in that club. Okay, that's fine. But I can picture Jerry Jones going up to Jeff Bezos. Let's say Jeff Bezos buys the Broncos. First owner owner's meetings. Mm-hmm. Bezos sashays in with his shiny bald head looking like Lex Luthor. And maybe he has something to say. And Jerry Jones says to him, it's not the way we do things around here, Amazon boy. <laughs> and then Jeff Bezos just looks at him, flips him his car keys and says, go park my car. Yeah. All right. This, this is, is how, how we, we do, do things now. now. Yeah, it is, man. This is the NFL is going to have a really weird situation on their hands where they're going to want to play nice with Jeff Bezos. Also, because Amazon's fixing to be a bigger TV partner come around here soon. Well, they soon. already are TV partners no, I'm because saying they have the Thursday package. Only, but, but next, I think it's next year where it kicks in that it's just on Amazon. Yes, that's right. So that's that's a bigger deal. So he'll have that ownership, obviously, and he'll presumably have a team sometime in the next few years. You don't want to make this guy mad. You do not want this guy to be an enemy of the NFL because he can make anyone's life there miserable from the standpoint of, you know, changing league rules. Who's going to go against him? If all the other owners are like, we don't like that, Jeff Bezos. We don't want to see that happen. He'll say, oh, okay. I'll just take my lumps. That's what I do. I'm Jeff Bezos. I'm no. the richest man in the world. No, he will then go on a, he will find his allies. He will make sure they have more power in the league and he will find a way to get done what he wants done. And, Push comes to shove, yes, he will eventually go out and start something else if he truly doesn't like it. And I don't think that's ever going to happen, but he has the means to do it, and that should scare the NFL into saying, what do you want to do, Jeff Bezos? That's probably how this goes. It is an interesting read. Go to Yahoo Sports. Charles Robinson wrote the piece. He goes into detail about how this could be the answer for the NFL in London. If you want to read more, go ahead. Tom Brady's almost wife is in trouble with the law. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching a serious accident on I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. Traffic is stop and go from Weber Road in this area. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown as they continue to get things clear. And a crash at the bottom of the ramp from Greenlawn Avenue to I-71 southbound. Traffic is backed up in this area. This traffic report is sponsored by the Home Loan Expert. The housing market is on fire. Don't lose out on the perfect house. Get pre-approved today with our five-minute loan approval only available at thehomeloanexpert.com. The Home Loan Expert LLC, NMLS number 1326241. Emily array with fan traffic prepare your non-beef jerky insides for what's about to happen to them this is common man and t-bone happy friday football friday sponsored by tansky sawmill toyota bone guess what what yesterday on the show we gave away a pair of tickets every hour to see the buckeyes in akron akron mm. in the shoe well guess guess what I already said guess what? Guess, guess what? 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 We have an extra pair. Shut the front door. We have an extra pair of tickets, and I'm going to give them away right now. Wow. Give me a number. Six. Call in honor of six. Kyle McCord's jersey number, I believe, is six. Trey Sermon. He's not, not here anymore. I, I Wasn't he six? I think you're right. <laughs> Just, I think he was six. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. 614-821-9710 is a phone number. Caller 6 right now. And don't worry, you have to pick up these tickets. We will digitally transfer them to you. Ooh. Stupid Brad is on the case. Sicker Brad? Stupid Brad mm, okay. is on the case. 
614-821-9710. It is Tool of the Week Friday. Please do send in your Twitter tools now at manandbone971, your chance to win fabulous prizes. So Tom Brady's almost wife is in trouble. Hmm. Do you remember? Because, you know, Super Bowl media day, these entities that have nothing to do with covering sports, they send people to Super Bowl media day. Yes. And sometimes they make a scene. Sometimes they ask stupid questions. They're there to get interviewed by ESPN. Yeah. Essentially. Well, Mexico's TV Azteca sent a, a fine lady by the name of Inez Gomez Mont to the 2008 Super Bowl Media Day. Oh, you're asking if I remember what happened at 2008 Super Bowl Media Day? Of course I do, Mike. Well, she showed up in a wedding dress. Okay. And proposed to Tom Brady and Eli Manning. First, Mm. I think it was Tom Brady, and he did not respond to her. So then she started yelling at Eli to marry her. Oh, okay. So she was in a wedding dress, and she was interviewed by ESPN and all this other stuff. Well, we don't know what happened to her after that. For all we know, she could have gone to other media days, not in a wedding dress, but she didn't make news. But now she's unfortunately making news. Oh. Um, She and her husband are on the run from authorities after they were accused of embezzling billions of pesos from the Mexican government. Oh, I don't think you should do that. Our husband's a lawyer, Victor Manuel Alvarez Puga. They are accused of embezzling three billion pesos. And my stupid mind, I don't know what that is. Like a couple thousand dollars? Three billion know. pesos? Well, I, I have it here. Oh, you I have it? it. Okay. Yes, How I have it. How much is it? It's $146 million. Oh, well, like we yeah. said, a billion is a lot of anything. That, that's fine, but I... They embezzled $146 million. They're on the run. Yeah. Yes. This is, <laughs> it's like in office space where they're like, that. we're going to take like a percent of a percent of a penny. And then it turns out that they got the decimal point wrong. And they're like, oh no, we took out way more than we thought. Whoops. They're accused of stealing this from the Ministry of the Interior in 2016 and 2017. And they just figured it out now? Well, they must have. They must have gotten away with it. Or, well, I mean, they, they did a good job of hiding it for so long to be able to get away with that, but guess it caught up with them. So where do, so they don't know where they are? No, they're wow. still on the run, on the lamb. I, I, listen, you know this about me. If you listen to the show, you probably know this too. I'd love to have 100 and, what did you say? 100 and, 146 million. I'd love to have $146 million. I would not be able to sleep at night knowing not because I would feel guilty even about taking the money, although I would. But I'm saying I would not want to know that at 3 o'clock in the morning, like, there's just going to be... be over. Yeah, everyone's going to break You're in right. and I, arrest me. I couldn't and, steal for that reason. And then I'm in jail for life after that. If, if, if you can get away with it, like, I get why some people get drawn into that. But I'm saying, even if you're ignoring the horrible moral implications of that... Just the fact that you got to sleep at night knowing at any point special force is going to break down this door well, and arrest it's, me. It's almost like people like that are sociopaths and don't have those feelings. It's like the, uh, what's his name, Bernie Madoff. The amount of yeah. money he stole. Now, I've seen people, wow, he lived his best life for a long time. I would have diarrhea every day. Every day. Let's, let's eliminate I'm stealing from people. 
Right. That's right? I'm saying. I'm not even talking about you get them. Past, you forget all that for a it's second. It's just I would be waiting. Like you. I'd be waiting for that door to be broken down in the middle of the night because you know they're going to figure out, figure you out at some point. Yes. There's no right. way you steal that amount of money over that amount of time and nobody figures it out. Actually, like if I were in, in like a Ponzi scheme situation, I would my first concern would not be that the authorities would break down my door. It would be that someone has tapped me on the shoulder and I hear them screwing a silencer onto the end of something and that's the end of everything for me. That would be my first fear. Second fear would be that the authorities would get to me and I'd just end up safely in jail. Like, But you can't screw over that amount of people for that amount of money and not think there's a possibility something bad happens to you. I would not even want to touch that. Wouldn't want any part of that. So she's on the run. If you see a pretty attractive, at least this is from 2008. I have no idea. Maybe she hit the wall. Mm, could but be. I'm, I'm guessing she's on the run, still wearing her wedding dress. <laughs> just <laughs> from 2008. <laughs> she just sees Josh Heupel <laughs> coaching and she's like, you want to marry me? I heard you were a quarterback. And he's like, I coached. I have $146 million. He's like, hey, Mexico. I think person? I, My I, husband, ignore him. I think I found your culprit here. She's out here proposing at the Tennessee game. Uh, the Washington Capitals have become the first NHL team to sell advertising space on its jersey. Now, this will not begin this season. This begins 2022-2023 season. All teams can sell a little advertising patch on their jersey. The Capitals have reached a deal with Caesars Sportsbook. <laughs> of course, they the have. First. This is the first sponsor on the jersey. This is the first. We don't yeah. know how much money this is, but I assume it's fairly lucrative. Right? Yeah, it has to be. It's probably not going to be Laker money. But what did the Lakers well, we, get? We got that. Week? I got that wrong because you you probably said it right. And maybe I just misunderstood. But it was a hundred million dollars with a Korean food company. Yes, Bibby Go or something like I, that. I think that's right. I okay. think that's right. So I thought you had said it was a twenty year deal worth five million a year. And I thought, that's insane that they would do a deal for 20 years. It's got to go up before 20 years. Well, that's because I heard it wrong. It's not 20 for five years. It's five years, 20 million a year. So the Lakers are getting $20 million a year for that deal. I probably said it wrong then because I thought it was a 20-year deal. Yeah, I, I think we got that wrong because people were tweeting at us saying it was just a five-year oh, deal. All right. Well, so hey, good news. We're wrong a lot. So feel free to fact check us whenever yeah. you want. But either way, I mean, if that's if it's a five year jersey sponsorship for the Lakers at twenty million, I think that gives you roughly an idea. The Capitals, as popular as they are in the hockey world, they are not the Lakers from a national perspective, and hockey is not quite the same driver of interest and everything else as basketball is. So. I think you got to take that into account, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was like five to eight million dollar range per year. I think that if the Lakers are getting twenty million a year, I could see them being somewhere under ten, but not like not a hundred grand a year or something. It's it's going to be a significant amount of money. Now, what do you think about this? Um, maybe you and I start a Kickstarter or some sort of GoFundMe thing. Okay, we raise enough money to get our cartoon faces on the Blue Jackets jerseys. <laughs> For their little advertisement. I don't think we're going to be able to raise enough money to do that. I'm guessing they're going to want a big chunk of change. I'm guessing they're going to want a big chunk of change too, but, you know, if there's not all these companies breaking their ankles to get on the Blue Jackets jersey, we show up with $5 million. Maybe they are. Maybe there's companies left for and our right. cartoon faces. All right. Hey, I'm willing to try. Let's let you know what? 
Let's you know pitch what? Him. I'll put in the first twenty bucks. Okay, I'll double first it. First twenty. I'll put forty dollars. Teddy, twenty you bucks in, you for in you. For anything? Yeah, sure. Twenty bucks All for right, me. Too. Okay, yeah. sixty dollars. Leanna, is she good for twenty dollars? She said twenty five. Actually, Leanna is a huge fan of corporate sponsorships. That's what I know. She's a big fan of that. So great. We just got the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. We're almost to our first hundred dollars in sponsorship money, ready to go. If all of our listeners. Right now. Oh, don't do this. Said $20, we'd get our faces on that jersey. Oh, I just had flashbacks to when I worked at a listener-supported radio station, my friend. I do not like the phrase, if all of the people listening, I had to do so much math for the six years of my radio career. Every time I I get on Wikipedia, it says if all of our readers just gave $1, $5, whatever they say, they could fund Wikipedia forever. And I've never given them any money. And I feel bad about it, though. I do. I'm not going to give many, but I do feel bad about yeah, it. Yeah, well, that that helps the people who are raising money. They love them. People are like, I didn't give, but I felt bad about not giving. That's almost as good as real money. I'm just saying, we'll start a Kickstarter, twenty bucks, and and here's the deal that I'll make. What's the deal? Much like some of the radio stations in this town, if we fall short of our goal, we just keep we'll keep money. all the money just for ourselves. You don't get it back. That was just a good faith effort by all of us to yeah. make this happen. Can and we'll you just please help money. us buy our radio station? Oh, we fell short by 85% of our goal, but we're going to keep all the money. Thank you. Maybe you can have open a bar that's never open. We pay our DJs with booze from the bar that's never open. Uh, cryptocurrency, that's a thing for people. Mm-hmm. It's a thing for Oregon defensive end, KV on Thibodeau, or him too. Yeah. He launched, he launched his own cryptocurrency. Currency. I, you know what? That's <laughs> enough for me. <laughs> KV on Thibodeau has cryptocurrency. That's he what I know. launched it yesterday. He's not the first player to do this. Who was the other guy oh, who did this? Wasn't, was it another it's like uh, a UCLA player? basketball player, I think. That's right. It was some okay. guy who just scored like I was gonna say another <laughs> point and a half a <laughs> yeah, game. I was going to say, wasn't it like a Pac-12 player? But I was thinking it was football for some reason. You're right. It, it, now that you say that, Ted, it was basketball and it was very weird. I Listen, I don't understand crypto well enough to know why there are so many people who put so much into it. But call me crazy. I'm going to say a currency based on a football or basketball player may not be the most stable form of money. That's just me. Uh, Here's what Thibodeau says. I feel like crypto is such a new space and having an athlete involved in it kind of changes the dynamic of how athletes are viewed. I started looking at crypto in high school and seeing the future in crypto and how far it can go. This was the next step in starting my future. Can I tell you, this sounds like every crypto bro that has ever tried to explain to me. It's like, it's a new space, and what we're doing is we're expanding into that space with newness, and with that newness, see, I've been looking into this for a few years, and I got to tell you, it's the next thing, and if you don't get in now, you might miss out on this space that is new. Have you heard how new it is? It's a new space. They never say, like, this is why I'm doing it is because this number, that number, here you go. It's almost 90% of the time, it's that. You know how I, when I realized that, like, food trucks weren't the hip and trendy thing anymore? Yeah. When my mother-in-law started talking about going to food trucks. Right. And perhaps cryptocurrency (laughs) isn't exactly what you make it out to be if every, like, loser Tom, Dick, and Harry can just start their own currency. (laughs) Well, you're worried about us raising money to be on the jackets 
jersey. I'll tell you what, we can I'd get more value for that. On crypto. I'd rather be on crypto. Well, let's start our own currency. Let's Apparently you can. Let's start our own. What do you want to call it? Oh, well, Bone Bucks? I mean, I don't think that's the right name. Man Bone Bucks? No, we got to come up with something like, go to hell. It's like dollar sign GTH. How much do you have in go I'd to like hell? To buy this new Cadillac. Do you accept go to hell? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. I'm sorry. <laughs> right now, we're only taking me likey. Oh, me likey. I should have invested in me likey. I don't have any me likey. I spent all of my money on go to hell, not me likey. Do you take Kiki? No. That's Joey Bosa's <laughs> currency. Joey Bosa's currency. Kiki. Kiki. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kyrie, I'm sure he likes some crypto. You know Kyrie does. <laughs> Kyrie may play half the games this season. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching an accident blocking the left lane of 71 southbound at 11th Avenue. Traffic is still stop and go in this area and still continues to build. Please be careful over here. And you'll find a crash has cleared from the ramp from I-71 southbound to Spring Street, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. This traffic report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast. What's the deal? $1.99 breakfast croissants. Right now at Wendy's, you can get a sausage or bacon egg and Swiss croissant for just $1.99. Fresh cracked eggs, oven baked bacon, grilled sausage, all in a hot, buttery, flaky croissant. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Only an array with fan traffic. Dumb. Very dumb. This is Man and Bone. Bone? Yes, man. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. They've been in business for a long time. And I want to talk to you about ED. Erectile dysfunction. It can affect your outlook on life, cause depression, much more. A lot of guys take pills. Sometimes they don't work or give you unwanted side effects. There are side effects caused by other oral medications. I'm sorry I used the word oral. Makes me cringe too. And some men put up with it because they don't know better. Columbus Men's Clinic will put together a program, a treatment plan, just for you. It's not one size fits all. Call them today. 614-300-7400. Or visit today, columbusmensclinic.com. I'm going to cross out the word oral here I'm, and not read that again. I got to tell you, I have a fixation on the oral medication part of that copy. Uh, me too. I couldn't stop thinking about it. So no more oral for me. Uh, does Oral Hershizer only take medicine orally no matter how he takes Oddly it? Oddly enough, no. All of his medicine? Rectal. No, but it's even if that's how he takes it, how did Oral take it? He took it the way Oral does. So that was orally. Right? Right. So no matter, shoots it in his arm, whatever, it's still, he's taking it orally, the way oral does. Well, oral is orel. Orel. Yes, you'd spell it differently. Yeah. But it'd still be pronounced orally. Oral. Yeah. Orel. What if he went by that? Like, like Kal-El, the father of Superman. Isn't that his name? I think. Jarell. Jarell? Is it Jarell? Now we're just making up words. I don't I, know. I, but I think You're it's probably Jarell. right. You're probably right. I don't, I don't know I'm anything about comic books. How do I know this? And I you don't know made, it. I might have made it up there. I think it's Jarell. All I'm saying is, instead of Oral Hershizer, what if he was Orel Hershizer? That would be a much... I would That would look at his career totally differently. Teddy, what do you got? Of course, uh, Common Man would nail it with Jorel. He's just a it common is. man. I don't know why I thought... 
I don't know where Kalel came from. You're right. Kal-El. I'm wrong. Well, I made wow. some, I made it up. Final answer. Arel Hershizer. Arel Hershizer. I'm calling him that from now on. I don't this know. is my combination Regis and Larry King. <laughs> First of all, don't do a Larry King. Are, are you trying to be Larry King? I'm the one who does the impression of Larry King on this show. That sounds like Mike Francesa. No, this is Mike Francesa. You're garbage. Okay? First of all, Bill and Whitehaven, go ahead. Teddy, Superman's name is Kal-El. That's what it is. I knew there was something. I'm not that dumb. All right. Yes, but where does former Brewers pitcher Cal Eldred come into this? <laughs> I think he's an uncle. I never, again, I never put together. I could have been calling him Cal Eldred this entire time. That's that's a character. We talk from, about Cal Eldred so Cal much. Eldred, yes, well, all the time. We have our Cal Eldred update. Uh, Kyrie, mm. you know he's a scholar. Well, went to Duke. Does his, uh, does a lot of his own research. He from does what I a hear. lot of his own research. Yes, very big on research. Earth flat. That research he's done. He claims now to have backed out of that research. He says that was just. That was not, that was taken out of context. It, it was, was a joke. first of all, it was not taken out of context. Okay. And he's an idiot. Okay. I agree with you that he probably is an idiot. Uh, Kyrie may only play half the games this season. Here's why. Uh, where he plays in Brooklyn, they have an indoor vaccine mandate. Mm. And he is one of the NBA players who refuses to get vaccinated. And it doesn't look like he's going to budge on that stance. So. You know, his availability would be in question for these games. He's not going to be able to play, at least in the state of New York. I was trying to think about this, and I should have looked up exactly where that is. I want to say the Nets training facility is in New Jersey. It is. So if New Jersey does not have that same rule, then theoretically he could still practice every day and be ready for away games. What if we could give him the vaccine orally? Do you think he would take it then? Do you, you mean think he's like, averse to needles? Well, do you mean a shot in the mouth, or do you mean he could just take a pill? Like, you said a vaccine, or you're you're talking about giving him a medication orally that yeah. happens to vaccinate him. Yeah. I don't know the answer on that. I'd still think that maybe How do you take the horse dewormer? Is that orally? That, that is orally. Or? That's orally. Well, I'm sure you could try it other ways. Not recommended, though. Don't do that. Rogan took it rectally. No, <laughs> Yeah, he got all mad because he took the human version of it. Yeah, still, a, there is a human still version of it. dumb because it's not, it doesn't do anything for COVID. You're a moron. But whatever. Yeah, he, he took the human version of it. He also, like, I love how Rogan came out. He's like, I took the ivermectin. I tied my shoelaces. I chewed bubblegum. I got monoclonal antibodies, which is actually the thing that helped. I did this other thing where I ran up a hill eating a steak. And it's like, well, only one of those is what actually cured you, you dope. Steak, steak running, <laughs> steak running. Yeah, probably the antibodies that you got. My my sister's a vet, and I asked her how does she feel about all this, and she she could not have rolled her eyes. My sister in law, I should say, rolled her eyes louder. Like it was, it was. That's audible. because she wants all the horse medication for herself. <laughs> That's why. Well, she told she's me, taking it. She told me this. She's like, I don't know why everybody keeps talking about it as horse dewormer. If we told everybody, that's the thing you give your dog to make sure they don't get heartworm, because that's also in heartworm medication. Oh, good to know. So, yeah, don't do that. Don't take that. It's not meant for that. I'm going to say take it. No, don't take it. Yeah. No. Common man here for questionable medication. 
Don't do that. God, some of the stuff I've seen now, I'm not even going to mention because people are just like, oh, this thing, it cures my cut. If I put it in my cut, it burns. And it's like, that's poison if you drink that. No, don't do that. It's killing the germs, though. Oh. You got to mm. cleanse yourself from the inside out, Bone. Don't you know how medicine works? Years ago on this show, drink some Lysol. This show used to say, I watched that game. It was so bad. I wanted to drink bleach. Yeah. And it was said so obviously that that would be a bad idea because you would die if you do that. So please don't do that. Now, common man here for bleach drinking. I'm afraid to say that. You know who else drinks bleach? Who? Leanna. <laughs> swears well, by it. After this segment, probably so. Swear, swears <laughs> by it. Probably like, I'm done. I just give it to me now. She drinks bleach every day. Sweet Clorox relief, baby. Every day she wakes up and says, All right. <laughs> Another day with these. She's dopes. built up a tolerance. Oh, well, don't. Yeah. Remember when. Uh, I was going to say, don't do this that. This is the but, second time in two days when I bring up Torg now. Hmm. Remember the Tor- how Torg had like wicked. Even by his standards, ridiculous, dysentery. Mm-hmm. Yes, for like two months. Yeah, and he said he tasted lemons in his oh, mouth. Oh yeah, and I said it's because your wife is trying to poison you with lemon pledge. <laughs> and eventually, he built up a tolerance. She didn't stop poisoning no, him. She just didn't do enough. He just apparently. built. He built up a tolerance. <laughs> Where now you could spray spray lemon pledge right in his mouth. He'd say thank you, and then just go about his day. Yeah. Leanna's done that with bleach. Well, anyway, Kyrie. She's, dra- she's drank? Drunk? Yeah. Drinking? Drinking? Ky- hey, Kyrie drinking Irving. bleach. Kyrie Irving and Cole Beasley are doing their own research. Please don't be like them. Be smart. Thank you. Major League Baseball is doing more experiments. Details next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. The bleach keeps me pure. Watch out for an accident on I-70 eastbound before US-33. It is causing some heavy slowdowns in that area. Watch out for backups as they get things clear. And more delays on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is slow there as well. This driving report is sponsored by Wendy's Breakfast. What's the deal? $1.99 breakfast croissants. Right now, Wendy's, you can get a sausage or bacon, egg, and Swiss croissant for just $1.99. Fresh cracked eggs, oven baked bacon, grilled sausage, all in a hot, buttery, flaky croissant. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. About to go chug some Drano. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello. Happy Friday. I have something to read. Something to read. The fan is joining 10TV and the Ohio Education Association to honor classroom heroes in these weird times. Teachers and educators need our support and recognition more than ever. We're proud to announce this week's hero, Doug Lunsford, Intervention Specialist at Utica Elementary School. Nominate teachers, coaches, or staff members who you think deserve special recognition. Head to 971thefan.com slash heroes. Way to go, Doug. Good job, Doug. My guy. You know what I think we need, Teddy? Uh, More live reads. Put some more reads in this show. (laughs) All right. Ted is the one. Who, sorry, I don't know if you know that. Ted's the one who sets all that up for the entire station. Well, he's the one who yes. makes them all who tells happen. Me to do them. So I <laughs> no, blame he him. Just tells you on this show because he's the producer of this show. Tool of the week is coming up at five thirty-four. Please do send in your Twitter tools now at Man and Bone nine seven one. Your chance to win fabulous prizes. I also want to alert you. Mm. 
If you haven't already signed up for the podcast, please do it. Head to wherever you get your audio, search Common Man and T-Bone, click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device. We are close to our next ratings goal on Apple Podcasts. Once we hit 700 reviews, we will drop a new bonus show in the in the podcast feed for you. Now, maybe you're saying, Common Man, I already voted. I can't vote again. That's a good question. What would you take, do to maybe get around that? Take your spouse's phone. Take your kid's phone. Take your dog's phone. Your dog, and has, vote. A, dog has a phone? I don't like those guys. Don't give them five stars. That's my dog voice for you. It's like, hey, do you like this uh, extra special dog food we're feeding you? Your I intestinal? love it. You like the fact you don't itch anymore because we got you the anti-allergy food? Well, then shut up and give me your phone. All right. <laughs> That's what you say. Uh, Major League Baseball is testing something. Major League Baseball work will experiment with new baseball prototypes at the AAA level during the final week of the 2021 regular season. They're going to use a new pre-tacked ball. All right? Yeah, that's... You've, you've heard about all the rumblings with the we can't use stick them in pine tar and... What was the other thing that was that was called? Uh, I don't remember. What was the other thing? There, well, there was, yeah, there there was, was a all, name for it that Garrett Cole was using this particular thing. Sunscreen and sweat. No? It was... Sticky tack or sticky tack well, there were a or lot spider tack. Spider tack. Spider tack. I forgot Kiss my about ass. Thanks tack. for not helping me. Spider tack. But there were guys who were also just like, I took some lotion, I took some yes. dirt, oh, I took lotion. some other stuff, and I mixed it together and made my own tack for the baseball. That's right. But now they're going to test these pre-tacked balls. Apparently, they used them in the Olympics this summer. Yeah. And they got rave reviews from the players. Here, here's what I think could be beneficial. If this is done appropriately, it, it would. I think the issue with the guys using their own stuff is that there's no baseline for what's acceptable and not, right? So one guy might just literally say, hey, it's 40 degrees today. I have to pitch, and I cannot get a grip on this baseball. I'm trying not to hit guys. Then you got guys in the middle of summer who are like lathering up with the stuff like, <laughs> like it is sunscreen except they're just putting it on the baseball. Having a uniform amount of it on there, I don't think is a bad idea. Do you? No. Because then there's there's no wiggle room. Right. You can't you still can't put anything you, extra on it. Right. You you don't have to. No. It's already pre pre-done for you. You shouldn't need to get a better grip on the baseball than this. Here you go. Now, do we think that it will be without problems when they first roll it out across Major League Baseball? I, I'm not naive enough to think that. I'm sure you're not either. I think we will probably see a couple years if they eventually adopt this, which they have not done yet. They're testing it, what, in AAA? AAA for the final week of the season. Okay. I, I don't think they'll adopt this off of one week of AAA. But let's say in a couple years they go to it. I would expect the first season there are definitely some problems they don't anticipate. Maybe it's like super humid one day in Florida, and suddenly the the ball is just ridiculously hard to grip for some reason. Or whatever. They'll they'll encounter some conditions probably they weren't expecting. How will it affect... It was pretty hot and humid in Tokyo for the well, Olympics. Well, that's true. You're right. You're it, right. It, by all accounts, worked out very well there. Well, maybe it'll go the other way. If it's a cooler day, maybe it won't work as well. I don't know. The point I'm making is I would like to think that they will be able to figure out a reasonable solution here. And yeah, for traditionalists, you're putting something on the baseball. But 
This just in. The baseball over the years. Yeah, but you're controlling what you put yes. on the baseball. And the baseball has is go look at a baseball from the thirties. It's not anywhere close to what they're throwing now, right? Everything's been changed and revised and updated. This is just another additional layer you can put on the baseball to help it just have a little more tack, and I don't think that's bad. Guys were cheating in the thirties too. I mean, you look at a, a game used baseball from the thirties, it probably has razor blade slash marks all over it. <laughs> sure. That's just the way it goes. Guys are always going to be looking for an edge. And even with these pre-tacked balls, there are going to be guys trying to get away with something. Yeah. That's always going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it, you put a system out there, there's always going to be someone who tries to skirt the system. Yes. Someone who tries to find a way around it. And that's fine. But as long as you have systems in place to catch those people, then I'm all right with it. But yeah, adding a little more tack, I don't think is a bad idea. Uh, NFL this weekend. We're going to do NFL picks coming up in mere moments, but we have the Brownies hosting the Bears, 1 o'clock on Sunday. Odell Beckham Jr. expected to play. How much he's going to play, we have no idea, but he was a full go in practice. Apparently, he felt good enough that they're confident he's going to play. Yeah, I'm excited to see him out on the field. Obviously, with Jarvis Landry being out for a few weeks, that's going to be needed. Need a little bit of an upgrade there at wide receiver, and certainly he provides that when he's on his game, so... You know, what's going to be weird is watching Justin Fields in this game. I don't believe Justin Fields is just going to come in and be great, but I know he's got the potential to do some damage because of the fact that he's elusive and he does make plays. I think it's a, you know, a good thing for this Browns team that they have a chance to go up against a rookie quarterback. Just the Buckeye fan in me kind of hates the fact that this is the week where he gets to finally start. But I, I am I have no question of my loyalty here, my man. Like I am And there should be no question. I am rooting for the Browns to sack him nine times. And then after that I hope he just shrugs it off and goes, Well, that's stupid. And then next week he throws four touchdowns and is great. I'm I'm hoping that he grows. I just don't need that to, I don't need his like brilliant start to happen against my Browns. I don't think you're gonna get it. Yeah. Uh Bengals visiting the Steelers. That game is also at one o'clock on Sunday. Big Ben, of course, dealing with the injured pack. Yeah, that's so. We'll okay. see, man. We'll see what this what this Bengal defense actually, can do against gonna, or Bengal uh, offense can do against this good Steeler defense. I don't know. I don't know why they are so hesitant to put Mason Rudolph out there. Like, just acknowledge that Big Ben is old and hurt all the time. So you should have. He is, but they must have no faith in Mason Rudolph to to do the job any why. better. I know that, but. I'm not, and I'm not saying he's better than Big Ben when everyone's healthy and also not a million years old. But why would you not want to see what that kid can do as far as throwing it down the field? I know you've seen him in the past. I just don't think he's going to be much worse. And you probably need at this point to acknowledge he's going to play a majority of games for you this year. Big Ben is not going to stay healthy. I'll be shocked if he does. No, and I'll be shocked if the Cincinnati Bengals don't blitz every single play. I would. I come after him every single play, and maybe you get burned a couple times down the field, but I'm going to hit Ben Roethlisberger. He's going to throw 500 with that baseball, and hopefully I can capitalize with a turnover. Mm -hmm. NFL picks coming up next. If you'd like to play against us, now's your chance. 614-821-9710. If you beat the both of us, you will get a prize that Ted didn't give me a sheet for. Ooh, that sounds great. I hope I get one of those. What is the prize? Look at him is thinking it, over there. Oh, is it the pizzas? He doesn't know. Is it pizza time? Is it pizza time? Yeah, that's for the pizzas, right? What pizzas? The uh, four medium one-topping pizzas from Romeo's. Four that's, medium okay. one-topping pizzas from Romeo's, Ted? Yeah. Bring Sounds cash. Sounds delicious. <laughs> Sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. What a great prize. You know what else sounds delicious? Knowing ahead of time what the prize is. That also would be delicious. <laughs>
Did you get all your liners, though? I got all my liners. <laughs> I got all those. NFL picks next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident. Still blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. Traffic is still bumper to bumper from Weber Road in this area. It is still very slow as they try to get things cleaned up. With an accident also causing delays on I-70 eastbound before US-33. Traffic is slow there as well. This traffic report is sponsored by Lowe's. As a pro, you need the right tools for the job. Shop the Just for Pros event at Lowe's now through September 24th. Save with limited time offers on top tool brands like Bosch, DeWalt, and more. Lowe's, the new home for pros. Held through the 24th, U.S. only. Only NRA with fan traffic. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Friday, Football Friday, brought to you by Tansky Sawmill Toyota, Buckeyes, and Akron. 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 Tomorrow night, 7.30, right here on The Fan. Live pregame coverage starts at 2.00. Because it's a night game, we will have Common Man and T-Bone Weekend on the air tomorrow, 10 to noon. Mm, It also will drop in your podcast feed. So any way you want to listen, you can go ahead and do that. Are you ready for some NFL picks? I am ready. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bone's NFL Picks. Sponsored by Chattanooga Whiskey. Now available at your favorite Columbus retail store. Drink Chattanooga Whiskey. Enjoy responsibly. Now, Teddy, this is... This is week three. Have we beaten the caller the previous two weeks? Week one, you lost. Week two, you won. And you also have a one-game lead over the bone. Okay. Oh, we're keeping track of that this year. Our guy this week is Brendan. Are you ready to go, my friend? Brendan. Hello, Brendan. Can Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Are you ready? I am. All right, here we go. Game number one, the Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills. Give me the Bills at home. I've got Buffalo, too. I'm going to stick with Buffalo as well. The Chicago Bears are at the Cleveland Browns. Give me the Brownies at home. I've got the Browns as well. Yeah, give me the Browns. Baltimore Ravens on the road at Detroit. Now, this could be a trap game, right? Because Baltimore is coming off the high of that... Sunday night game. Was it Sunday or Monday? Sunday night. Sunday night. Win against Kansas City. They are on the road at Detroit. For a second, I started to pick the Lions, and then I punched myself in the sack. Ravens for the win. Yeah, Ravens here, too. Yeah, no question. Ravens. Indianapolis at Tennessee. Tennessee with that big comeback in Seattle last week. Uh, I think Carson Wentz is practicing today, but it's a game-time decision for him. No matter. I'm going with the Titans at home. I'm going Titans as well. I'm going to go against the grain, take the Colts here. I think the D is going to step up. L.A. Chargers on the road at Kansas City. Give me the Chiefs at home. I would want to be the team that plays the Chiefs after a loss. So, yeah, I'll take KC at home, too. I'll ride with the Chiefs. New Orleans, they look great in week one. They look terrible in week two. They are in New England this week. Give me the Patriots at home. Yes, I will take the Pats at home as well. Yeah, give me the Saints. The Atlanta Falcons on the road at the Giants. These are two bad teams. I have made a promise to myself to never in any situation pick the Atlanta Falcons ever again. I will take the Giants at home. I'm going with the G-Men as well. I'm a G-Men fan. Go G-Men. Cincinnati Bengals on the road in the Berg. I will take the Stillers at home. I'm going Bengals on the road with the upset. I will take the Bengals on the road as well. Will Urban get his first win? I picked 
Urban Myers Jags the first two weeks of the season. I lost both those, both those games. Yeah. Just like Urban lost yeah. both those games. The Arizona Cardinals are going to Jacksonville this week. I will take Kyler Murray on the road. Urban's going 0-3. Arizona gets job done. I agree with that. Cardinals. New York Jets at the Denver Broncos. Surprisingly good, I guess. Denver Broncos. I'll take the Broncos at home. I'm going with the fighting Fangios. Denver at home. Yeah, go Bronx. Miami and Jacoby Brissett will be their starter this week. At Las Vegas, give me the Raiders at home. Raiders have an MVP candidate now all of a sudden, I've heard. So, yeah, give me the Raiders. Yeah, Raiders a lock. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the L.A. Rams. I know that Beth Orlovsky thinks Tampa Bay is going to go 17-0, but I don't think so. They lose to the Rams. I'll take the Rams at home. I'm going uh, Tampa Bay as well. Well, I picked the Rams. Oh, you picked the Rams? Yeah. I wasn't paying attention. All well, right. I win that game. <laughs> All right, I'll take the Rams. I'll Good job. Uh, Seattle at Minnesota. This game makes me itchy, too, because the Vikings are right there. They could be 2-0, and but they're not. They're 0-2, and Seattle had that meltdown last week. But I'm going to take the Seahawks on the road. Going Seahawks, too. Yeah, give me the Vikings at home. Uh, Sunday night football, the Packers on the road at San Francisco. I will take the 49ers at home. I'm going Niners as well. Yeah, I'll take the Pack. Monday night football. Hey, it's an NFC East matchup on national national tv you never see it the eagles on the road at the dallas cowboys give me the boys at home how about them cowboys getting the w i'll take the eagles give me a point total for that game brennan 62 i wrote down i wrote down 42 so all right if brendan beats the both of us he takes home a pizza prize package from from romeo's for pizzas one one prize four pizzas they're all mediums they're all one top that's why i just said pizza prize pack oh how about can we word it like that i sure pizza prize pack from romeo's from romeo's there you go did i mention it's from romeo's no but now we did if you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program we got you covered with the rundown coming up common man and t-bone on the fan fan traffic from the logan ac and heat services traffic center good afternoon watch out for heavy slowdowns on i-71 southbound at 11th avenue a serious accident still blocking the left lane and traffic is back and going that area you'll also find a semi with its wheels on fire on i-70 westbound at 270 you might want to avoid this if possible this driving report is sponsored by the home loan expert brian kelly with the home loan expert.com ohio is the hall of fame state and now you have a hall of fame mortgage lender how much can you save let's find out now the home loan expert.com the home loan expert llc and mls number 1326241 i'm leanna ray with fan traffic like a sports drink but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes back to man and bone happy friday it is Tool of the Week Friday. Please do send in your Twitter tools at Man and Bone 971 your chance to win fabulous prizes. Tiger King 2 has been announced. Oh, good I'm for you. I'm excited to watch. not watch it. <laughs> no, I hate you. I, I will never forget that you made me watch Tiger King. I didn't I didn't know such thing. No, you did. You made me watch it. I didn't it make you do anything. Because You're a grown you man. kept bringing it up on yeah, the show. And for the good of the show, I went and I watched it. You know me probably better than anybody who's not my wife. Yeah. You knew what this would do to me internally. You knew. 
I probably did. Yeah. You should have said, Mike, whatever you do, don't watch that show because well, it's going to ruin you. Here's what happened. The way we would talk about it, I would say, I don't want to spoil anything, but this is a really crazy show. And then I would say it again, and we would come up again, and we would talk about it. And then eventually, you're like, all right, I'm going to go watch it. And you watched an episode, and you're like, this thing is a train wreck. Well, I, too, was going through the season, and then I got to some episodes that I was like, oh, boy, <laughs> this, this, is, this is some tough stuff here. And then I started giving you a little, like, hey, heads up, if you watch episode four, it gets pretty dicey. And, and by that point, you were sucked in, and you were just stuck watching. I wasn't sucked in. For the good of the show... No, because you, you wanted you, to keep talking you plowed about through it. and watched it. I plowed through. Yeah, but I can't. I can't watch things with terrible people in them. It just it weighs on me emotionally. Not everybody was terrible. Everybody was terrible. The girl who, I was rooting for the for the tigers to eat everyone. The girl who got her arm chewed off. She was were, terrible too. Because after the fact, she's like, "I love it. I'd give my other arm up." Well, because she love- cares. Okay. That's a little misguided. I love Joe Exotic. Uh, she didn't say she loved Joe Exotic. She said she loved the animals. She's no, trying to help the animals out. she was defending him, too. Was she? Yes, because oh. she hated the other guy. Who's the other guy who came in? Oh, Jeff? Yeah, she yes. hated him even more. Well, I hated him, too. Everybody hates Jeff's, him. Jeff's a oof, terrible person. But so is Tiger King guy. He's They're all terrible. Too. They should all be in jail. I want to put well, 90% of the people in this world in jail. He is in jail. Tiger King. He's been in jail. He should stay in jail. He's he's there. There are people that want to see him pardoned. So let's And that goes yeah. back to the other 90% of people that should be in jail. So there is a season 2 of Tiger King coming. I assume this is going to focus mo- more on Jeff and his wife I don't and know. their and thing. it disgusts me that these terrible people are getting paid for this. They're, I know. they're cashing I know. in on being terrible. I know. But there so that is happening. And then is there not also like a at least one? I think there might have been two at one point, but I think it's paired back down to one scripted television season that is being made. Yeah, I like think a you're mockumentary right. type thing where they're gonna play these characters. I think I think we've got enough Tiger King, is what I'm saying. I think one season of that on Netflix was plenty. I don't I will probably watch this because I will feel obligated to because hey, I watched the first season. If you season, want to watch it, more power to you. I'm just saying I'm not watching it. I don't blame you. I'm I will not- be enjoying my great British British Bake Off tonight on Netflix. Circle Bake is back, huh? Circle Bake is back. Good. That's right. Did you ever see the, the old-fashioned Circle Bake? Did you ever see the great British Bake Off episode? I don't know if you remember individual uh characters or, or people. Is- I, the notable ones I do. Yeah. Do you remember a comedian named James Acaster, I want to say is his name, or Acaster or something like that. You- James Acaster. He was a contestant? Yeah, he was a contestant. He's a comedian. I don't know if this was like a celebrity version of it or what, but anyway. Well, they do, around Christmas time, they do celebrity okay. versions. There's a video you need to watch. And this does nothing for the rest. This is just for you, Mike. You need to go watch this guy because he tries to make a flapjack, a British flapjack, which is not like a pancake, which I would think. It's like a, you know, you make it in a pan like a actual cake. And in it's like a Johnny cake. Yeah, something like that. So he's making it and they come up to him and they said, all right, tell us about your flapjack. And he goes, started making it, had a meltdown, voila. And then it just, it's the most horrible thing. They all agree it's terrible, but you need to go watch that guy because he may be the worst cook I've ever seen on that show. 
Yeah, it must have been a celebrity because they don't. They, usually, they bring usually Good bakers people know on how to there. cook, right? You know what I like about that show? Here's what I like about that show. You know what I like about that show? Why don't you say that a bunch of times? <laughs> what do you like Here's about that show? Like. Here's what, what I like about that show. What do you like show. about that show? If that were an American show, what you would have is 10 minutes of baking. Yes. And then yes. 50 minutes of backstory yes. and sob oh. story on every one of the bakers. But what they do, like tonight is going to be the first episode. It aired on Wednesday in England and it's airing tonight or today mm-hmm. on Netflix. It's, right, it's there yeah. right now. What they will do is they will walk in, say, here's your first challenge, and they will start baking. Yeah. Then they will show somebody and say, here's Chris. Chris has a family, and he lives here. And that is the extent of the backstory. That's the extent of Chris. That's it. Now we just judge Chris purely on his baking mm-hmm. and not the fact that mommy has cancer. Right, yes. Right? It's just, it's just, here's the baking competition. This is all it is. There's no fluff. Yeah. I enjoy that aspect of it. That's where, like, so I enjoy... I enjoyed initially the America's Got Talent idea where it's like, here's some, it's not just a singing competition, although there's plenty of singers who get through and it's sometimes it's a comedian. Sometimes it's a magician, dance troops. There's all kinds of different people that make it on that show, but it started out as America's Got Talent. Now it's America's Got Tears and every single person on there, it has to be about like, this person shark tank is like that too i used to watch shark tank they come out they pitch their idea now they come out start crying yes talk about all the hardships they've endured how this is their fifth business and how their kids are sick and and look it sucks for that person but that's not why i'm watching this show you know what it is though it's the guilty conscience of the producers because the reality is everybody's life to some degree sucks now some more than others of course and there are some people who truly have ridiculously hard stories that when those come up naturally that's great but sometimes also can we admit on these reality shows they do kind of spruce up the drama a bit where of they're course like they do before he came here michael waited at the dmv for three hours and then they'd interview him and he's like it was the most horrible three hours of my life and they're like and you're here still oh my gosh it's so great you came and it's like what <laughs> that's not a hardship could he just sing his song or whatever he's gonna do i think it was last season on british baking show they had a contestant with one leg they never mentioned the one leg they never mentioned it they never mentioned it was this like a reveal was, at the th- end no i mean you could see that he only had one leg <laughs> But there was no, like, vignette, like, here's how he lost his leg. <laughs> there was none of that. It was just, you got a one-legged guy, he's in this, here baking some cakes. This, That's all we're looking at. This is my issue with Tom Rinaldi and why he's now, now he's on another network doing this with college football, where it's like, you know this running back is talented, but did you know everyone in his family died in the most insane way possible and you're like gosh that is horrible tom rinaldi how are you finding this i just want to watch a football game tom rinaldi i'm not saying that's a bad thing to note i'm not saying you never bring it up but it's like this guy also got stuffed for like 37 yards last week and we're not bringing it up because that ruins the feel good like maybe we talk a little bit about just what's happening i'm saying this mike people have problems that's why they watch the America's Got Talent and college football and British Circle Bake. That's why you're watching these shows because you got problems too and you need to get off your mind for a little bit what you're dealing with so you turn it on there and they're like now 
take on these other people's problems. No, I want to watch him bake a cake or run a football or whatever. Can we do that? You should all be like the British. We ignore our emotions until we just kill ourselves. That's all we do. We just push our emotions to the back burner. I'm not saying that's healthy either, <laughs> no. but there is a little I'm bit obviously of, joking. There is a little bit with the British Bake Off thing where it's like, oh, you've got problems? Well, we're here to make a cake. And it's like, get on with it. Like, that's right. Let's make the cake then. Rundown. Hello? Hello? Oh, oh crap. Mike I need a waited vignette. at McDonald's for I, seven hours I to get a... I tried to play the sound bite on the radio show and I missed it. <laughs> Where Tom Rinaldi is already at... He's This is disturbing. Tom Rinaldi is at our door and he is fully naked. He is just plastering himself onto our How glass door. How do you door feel right now? Of our studio. <laughs> feel like a bad so broadcaster. How did you, how did you know Tom and Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars. Best people. Peace of mind. Buckeyes getting ready for Akron tomorrow night. 7.30 kick time. Pre-game coverage starts at 2. Right here on The Fan. We talked about the quarterback situation yesterday. How C.J. Stroud will only be used in an emergency situation. So I assume this will be Kyle McCord getting the bulk of the snaps. And then hopefully when the game is out of hand, Jack Miller comes in. I hope both play well. Give me your score total for tomorrow. Uh, I'm hoping for a score over 40. I'd like to see that for once. Well, you should get it. Akron's well, terrible. I'd like to see it. Well, actually, I shouldn't say for once. I think they got over that last week, but that was kind of last minute Nelly. I'll say 45 to 14. I'm going to say 62. Ooh, 62. 62 to 10. They cover the spread. 62 oh, to 10. Okay. Covering the spread. All Take right. Take it to the bank. All right. I'm going to ask this question. If you have like Kyle McCord or Jack Miller throw for like 400 yards, but it's against Akron, is that allowed to be brought up? Or will the people who will yell at you for that? who are the same people who said, C.J. Stroud threw for 500-something yards. Why are you guys mad at him? It's like, because that happened in a loss. I don't know if you were aware. That's why that game, that was part of why that game was lost, is because that offense was not actually good. Can we bring it up if a guy throws for 400 yards against Akron, or is that just going to get completely tossed out the window? Did these people who say that, do they actually watch the games? I don't know. Or they just look at the stat sheet when the game's over. It's to like one of the highest themselves. totals a quarterback's ever thrown for. I don't, what are you mad about? I don't care. Because he lost the game. Did you watch that game? Do you know anything about football? The defense is what I'm saying lost the game. I'm not saying he lost the game. But the Buckeyes lost, and he was not great. He was okay. The numbers are misleading, is what I'm saying. In modern college football, anytime you don't score 30 points, you failed. Yeah, we can talk about the defense all you want. The offense also did not do enough inside the red zone to win that game. Yeah. And then the next week, what happened? The offense, again, at times struggled in the red zone. Why do and people... Was it not for Travion Henderson going crazy? That offense looks a lot different last week. So, yeah. Why do people feel the need to carry the water for somebody who hasn't accomplished anything? As frustrating as it was at times with the JT Barrett apologist, where JT could do no wrong yes. at any point. At least JT Barrett had a long resume of success. Yeah, he had right? you know multiple Big Ten Player of the Year award. Like He had all kinds of awards and accolades, Player of the Week, Player of all the right. Month. But if you're carrying the water for C.J. Stroud, why? Not yet. Maybe, no, maybe, not yet. Maybe later. Sure. <laughs> We're not there yet. It's an evaluation process. That's how this works. The Rundown. The Rundown. All right, so I said 62 to 10. What would you say? 
45 to 14. What a hater. Yeah, I guess so. What a hating-ass hater you are. Mm. ESPN finds themselves in a weird situation. I'll tell you why coming up next. And if you think Matt Nagy is dumb, mm. he got even dumber today. I got some new dumb he for you. He got even dumber today. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. A couple of accidents to watch out for. You'll find an injury crash on 270 eastbound after US-23. This is north side. Plan on some heavy slowdowns over here. And more delays expected on I-70 eastbound before US-33. An accident on the right side. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Domino's. Order carryout online and choose Domino's car side delivery with a two-minute guarantee. Domino's will head to your car less than two minutes after you check in and your order is ready or your next pizza is free. Online orders only. For details and restrictions, visit dominoes2minuteguarantee.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Simpletons, nincompoops, ignoramuses. Just a few of the many different words that you can use to describe the hosts of this show. Also, fat. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Universal Windows Direct. Pride of ownership is the ultimate goal of all homeowners. I want to help you attain that goal with new windows from Universal Windows Direct. They're going to improve the overall look and feel of your home and save you money on energy bills. You're going to start running that heat soon. Natural gas prices are ridiculous. If you have old, drafty windows, that air is going to escape and you're going to lose money. Call now to schedule your personal estimate and take advantage of their buy one window, get one window free deal, plus zero payment, zero interest for two whole years. Call them now, 614-503-0455, or click, click, universal window, window, what? Window, window, uh. Uh, window, window, uh, uh, window, window, uh, 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 Tell him Adam Schefter sent you. How's he doing? He's doing fine. Doing of, real fine. According to Bloomberg.com via Florio, Florio has such an erection for this story. He's like, um, legally, ESPN <laughs> should have a problem with all of this. And yes, maybe they no, should. They should they, maybe they should. They won't. But I, I just love that Florio is all up in this. Of course now, he is. Yes. Right? Yes. So Adam Schefter recently invested in Boom Entertainment. Boom. Boom. It makes sports and casino gambling apps and is also developing real money gaming products. Those are their words. Okay. Now... This is tricky, right? Because Adam Schefter works for ESPN. He's an insider. He is privy to information. I mean, we all follow Adam Schefter on Twitter because he breaks news. Yeah. Right? Right. He knows who's going to play. He knows he has sources. This injury is much more severe. Carson Wentz practiced today. He has two sprained ankles. They're saying it's a game-time decision. It wouldn't shock me if Adam Schefter knows right now if Carson Wentz is going to start on Saturday or not. It wouldn't shock me if he knows the internal thinking of the Colts at this moment. To your point, like maybe the Colts don't know if he's going to play yet or not, but he probably knows what they are thinking currently, what the likelihood is. Correct. Well, now he's invested in this gambling company where theoretically he could use the insider information and profit off of it should ESPN have a problem with this. That's not where I think they should have the problem. Because let's let's back up on that. Could what stops him now from going on any gambling site or going to a casino in Las Vegas and using the info that he gets as an insider 
to gamble on things or to gamble on things and then manipulate the line or something by withholding information. I mean, he could theoretically be doing stuff like that now. What would happen is if it was found that he was doing that, he'd probably get fired. Don't you think? Like if they, yes. if ESPN found out he was not reporting news because of he's putting a hundred grand or more on each of these things and then putting it out there and you know, he's already made his bed. That would probably break plenty of ethical rules for ESPN. So him being invested in a gambling app doesn't change that. I mean, yes, he could still go gamble on that app, but he can go gamble. It's not like that suddenly opens up gambling for him. He can already go gamble anywhere he wants to pretty much other than Ohio because we're stupid. But the problem is one of the other investors in this company, I believe, is Robert Kraft. So that's another issue that presents problems is when you are a partner financially in an endeavor where one of the people you cover is also a partner. And this is not like you investing in Amazon where there's a billion investors. You're investing in a smaller company and you have a financial stake in it. If suddenly news breaks on Robert Kraft, let's say, are you going to be as willing to report it or are you going to not? That's a question that is ethically a little concerning if this were, you know, 1980s hardcore journalism ethics still applied, which I, I don't know that they do. Yeah, you can make the same case that, you know, ESPN's in a partnership with Robert Kraft right now in yeah, the NFL. That's true. And yet they report on the news. I just, I think this looks a little itchy. And what I find interesting about this is, you know, people have reached out to ESPN and have asked, so is this not violate your code of conduct for yeah. your employees? Right. And they essentially said ESPN did. We don't know. Oh, okay. Well, what do you mean you don't know? Either yeah, it I mean, does or it doesn't. And like I said, I think the bigger ethical thing from a gambling perspective would be if they found evidence that he was gambling. Like, oh, let's say he invested in Caesars, right? Does that mean he's more likely to go gamble at Caesars? I'm not even saying he would he would go and gamble with. First of all, I'm not saying any of this would yeah, happen. Right, right. I know. I, I'm not saying he's a bad person. He would do any of this stuff. But it's not even that. It's not even. Well, I'm going to gamble on this. It's. You know, I don't want the company that I invested in to lose all this money. So maybe move your line a little bit further than the other companies are moving their line. Yeah. Maybe there, it's that. Maybe. Yeah. If there is something where he's giving them info on the back end. Now, again, I don't know if this is a if this is an online casino where they are actually clearing the bets themselves or if they are just allowing you to place wagers on other sites where they have no control over the line. Right. That's another thing, too, because. There would be an ethical problem, right? I guess if he did work for Caesars or somewhere like that, and he's feeding the guys who set the lines info before he's reporting it to the general public, that would be a problem. Yeah, that would be a much different thing. But I don't know. Maybe in this case, there's enough distance there that he's not able to do it. The very least, it raises questions. And I don't I don't think it's wrong to ask those questions. I don't think Mike Florio is doing it because he just cares about journalistic integrity. I think no, he's no, looking no. to take a shot at ESPN, and of he course. definitely is getting to do that. All right, talk to us about how Matt Nagy is stupid. Bears coach Matt Nagy. So he raised the bar or lowered it, depending on your perspective, on the stupid today. So he was asked about how Justin Fields has looked, given that Andy Dalton is not practicing with the ones this week. He's not practicing. He's hurt. Matt Nagy said about Justin Fields and his progress this week, quote, we're learning too. This week with Justin getting all the reps in practice, there's things that we're seeing that maybe we didn't see in the first two weeks because he wasn't getting those one reps. Oh, well, who would have seen that I, coming, I Matt? I don't, 
I don't understand this. <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, now that we've actually been giving him reps with starters in practice, he looks pretty good. Who would have thunk it? But that, the ginger's still our starter when he's healthy. Bye bye. Well, this this is the first time we've heard him not really then immediately say that afterwards, right? He's just saying, Hey, you look better in practice than we thought. I mean, it's very stupid that this is to him apparently breaking news or that any we all see right through this dude. If if Justin Fields goes out and throws for four touchdowns, which I hope does not happen because it's against my Browns, but if he goes out and throws for four touchdowns and they win this football game and he looks like amazing, you're really telling me you're going to come back next week and say, hey, Andy Dalton's still the starter. Don't get it confused. No, you are going to say, wow, we did not expect to see that coming. We all know it's going to change if he looks better than you thought. The argument has been, what if you gave him the reps all offseason as the one? Now that's just kooky talk. Maybe he'd already look this good and not need four or five weeks to get there. You know what Justin happens. Fields is doing in practice before this week? Running scout, scout team. team. Running scout team impersonating the other quarterbacks. So they were playing the Bengals last week. He pretended he was Joe Burrow. They were playing the Packers week one. Did they play the Packers? Who they play? No, no they not didn't. the Packers. Who'd they play? Week the Rams. One, Rams. Rams week one, so he was pretending to be Matt Stafford. Go figure. Surround him with the number ones. And have him just be Justin Fields, and he shows you something in practice. I got to tell you, he really, he really did not look like Joe Burrow out there. He really did not look like Matt Stafford out there. This Justin Fields guy, though, I got to tell you, he's pretty good. Whoever, where did this come from? We're going to have him impersonate Justin Fields. We're going to have Justin Fields impersonate <laughs> Justin Fields. Ah, oh, Matt Nagy is stupid. Tool of the week is coming up next. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Still watching a serious accident blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. Traffic is still stop and go from Hudson Street in this area. Traffic is very slow and over here. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute delay. And more slowdowns on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East split. This traffic report is sponsored by Discover. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year. It's amazing because Discover is accepted at 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man and T-Bone present Tool of the Week Sponsored by the Lion's Den The best tool gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store located at Easton Gateway or ConradsOSU.com Before we do Tool of the Week, T-Bone's going to read something for you That's right, man, you can join the fan for the Ozone tailgate on lane for the best game day tailgate in town Catch the pregame show with Matty Ice and Tyvis Powell Listen to live music and watch the game if you're not headed inside. Be sure to bring cash. Bring cash. Bring cash. For your favorite tailgate refreshments. The Ozone Tailgate on lane is sponsored by TNT Equipment, Pepsi Zero, Capital City Concrete, and Corona. The beverage, not the illness. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. Bring cash. Which is Saturday. I don't know if you know that. Chris Barlow says, my guys. Yeah, boy. My tools of the week are these degenerate OSU fans who are screaming for Quinn Ewers to start or even play. Are you kidding me? The kid's been on campus for maybe two months. Hashtag tools. I think I think all those people were told this week by Ryan Day to calm down, right? I mean, he said, like, he's not even an option this week to play. It's it's not happening. John Berger says, my guys. Absolute drunken orgies. My tool of the week is myself. 
were changing my fantasy team thinking I was going to do better and ended up doing worse and getting beaten by my wife. Mm. Well, there you go. Your wife must know more about football than you. It sounds about right. Hash Brown says, my guys. Dickie the Punchline Donkey on Cool 97.1. Says, Tool of the Week is the MF that took a poo in the urinal ah! and had the nerve to leave a note on it. Ah, they won't ah, clean it up themselves, ah. so it falls on whoever gets tired of looking ah. at it. The median age of the people I work with is 52 oh years. God. Way to ruin a decent Friday. Who is pooing what? in the urinal? That's the... And what did the notes say? I need to know more about this. I, yeah. Number one, I hope the note was a resignation. I hope it was, hi, I can never look you people in the eye again because I just pooed in the urinal. I will be tendering my resignation immediately. Good luck, everyone. See you later. Lord Fartbox says his tool of the week is himself. I tried to pay with a check at the cash-only ozone tailgate on Lane. Panama Ted saw me do this, and he was so angry that he hit me with a hurricane rana. Yeah. Dropped to the pavement. Ted choked me out with the chain that connects his nipple piercings. I'm surprised I lived. Ted's vicious me like too. that. You got to watch out for him. Uh, Bub says, Tool of the Week is Nationwide Arena. I have tickets for WWE Extreme Rules. They said earlier this week they will not accept printed tickets, only phone tickets. What yeah. difference does it make? They're both scanned. This is wrestling. Time to get extremely mad. <laughs> well, let's hope they figure that out. Uh, DF Sports says my tool of the week are CJ Stroud apologists. Jordan Klein says my guys. Doing good, Mike. How you doing, Tress? Doing good, Mike. Thank you. My tool of the week is Matt Nagy for the reluctance to start Justin Fields when Fields gives you the best chance to win. Well, he's starting him this week, but only out of necessity because yeah. Andy Dalton is hurt. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't know, man. Matt Nagy at this point, it's surprising he even has a job. So, I don't know. Tool of the week, tool of the year, whatever. Mark Keen the second said, my guys. Hated it. Tool of the week is me. We're on vacation at the beach. And I set up the sun tent yesterday, and we went to dinner. Planned on taking tent down after dinner. It's dark, and now tent is gone. City slash lifeguards throw everything away at 8. I thought it was 10. Ah, uh, well, at least he's not mad at, like, you're not going and raising hell. No, it's he not says your, it's his it's own their problem. Fault. Right, it's your fault. But at least you admitted that. Uh, what else? Jason Huber says, my tool of the week... He is nominating a co-worker that not only put money on the Lions this past week, but said Aaron Rodgers. What? Uh, he said last year's MVP should have retired. retired. I see. Yeah. He's from Michigan, so that's not surprising. Hashtag okay. tool of the week. Okay. <laughs> uh, Tyler says, my guys. Some early onions. My tool of the week is all Cincinnati pro sports front offices. The Reds, for waiting until they've completed a massive choke job to announce they're bringing the entire coaching staff back. And the Bengals, for bringing back four of the five offensive linemen from 2020 and thinking it's okay. Hey, you know what? At this point, and I hate to say this, yes, that's a, that's an immediate tool of the week. But who's a bigger tool, them or everyone who's like, well, I'm going to keep on going and paying money to go watch this crap even though I know it's hopeless? I don't know. I don't know the answer there. Krenzel's dead air silence 
says, My tool of the week is Common Man and T-Bone for not having a weekly segment called Randomly Calling Krenzel. Mm. He says, I do miss Mike's anger at Craig's silent pauses. And that's the only thing you well, ever Well, there's been a big silent about. pause for a while now. <laughs> we haven't had him on. That's right. I pick a, did I get all of them or did I, I think, miss something? I think you got, I think that's all of them. Oh, Trevor. Trevor, Trevor. Sabo. Trevor, all right. Our guy says, my guys. My tool of the week are Common Man and T-Bone. I love listening to the podcast. You make my hour drive home very entertaining for my wife and I. Yes, I did a positive tool of the week. What, what are we? What? Hashtag what is happening? GTH. Okay. Positive like yikes. Positive tool of the positive week. Positive tool. You've, look what you've started here. I didn't start anything. You have started it. You're my tool of the week for being dumb. Because you started this now where people are like, oh, it's positive tool of the week. No, you can't. It's a tool of the week. You can't be. All right. Well, you don't have to pick them to win. Pick a winner. Go ahead. Um, I've wanted to say this for a while, and I'm glad finally today I think it's been earned. I'm giving it to Lord Fartbox. Lord Fartbox. What was his tool? He said uh, he's the one who tried to pay with a check at the oh, cash-only okay. ozone tailgate, and right. Panama Ted hit him with a hurricanrana. Lord Fartbox gets a $50 gift card to Conrad's, the Buckeye State Store, located at Eastern Gateway or ConradsOSU.com. Do you have any requests for our winning song? Oh, well, there's probably a lot of good options. What do we? I, I feel like I mean, we were talking about some music this week. We have been, but I'm I'm just trying to remember. We talked about uh, who is the girl who uh, is like 70 years old and looks fantastic. Oh, Ann Wilson from yes, Heart? Yes, from Heart. Yes. Do you have any Heart in there that we can play? Yeah, I have. Let's some play heart some Heart. I can still hear the music, Teddy. Pipe that all the way down. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> That's because you have your headphones. It is all the way down. I don't know what else I to heard do. it. You're hearing something. I can, You're hearing stop, something I can just stop it. I mean, What do you want? I have lots of Heart here. Oh, we did get an update, by the way, on Tool of the Week, but do that first. If what's you want. the No, what's the update? Well, remember Hash Brown had uh, sent us the message about the person who pooed in the urinal and left a note? Yes. He said the note was on three post-it notes. So there were three notes making one larger What note. did it say? He said the only legible word was lawyer. <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> Somehow this guy's going to poo in the urinal. He's like, if you got a problem with that, talk to my lawyer. Don't read any of this. It won't Art Giuliani at AOL.com. <laughs> All right. Ann Wilson would never crap in a urinal. I would hope not. Did we say what Lord Farfbox won? Did we do that already? Yeah, I did. Oh, you did. Okay. I can remember you. I don't know if you played the song and said it or what. Give card to Conrad's. All right. Barracuda. Yeah. So. This is the the song I know most from Heart, but were there other huge hits for Heart that I missed? They had they had two lives, two lives. There, there's '70s Heart. Oh. They had many hits. Then there's '80s Heart, where they went total hair metal, and they also had big hits. Mm. So lots of hits, lots of hits. Oh, I'm just not familiar. I apologize. You are familiar. No, no, no. I know. Barrac- I am. I'm playing Barracuda, Barracuda for you. I'm familiar with. I'm just saying I don't remember all the other ones. How about uh, you want to do all I want to do is make love to you? This is this is eighties heart. Let's play. Let's play eighties heart. This is eighties heart right here. Oh yeah, fantastic! A lot of keyboards, a lot of synth, yeah, a lot of hairspray, lots. What if Bjork 
fronted heart. Maybe it would be a different band. Maybe Leanna wouldn't have started that I hate heart fan club. I think she I hates think Leanna likes heart. No, I think she hates him. But she's, she loves Bjork, and she's mad Bjork was not the lead singer of Heart. That's what I think. No? <laughs> no. Okay. Just throwing it out there. It's a theory I'm working on. I did some research. I don't know if you know that. So now you can't argue with me because I've researched it. When, when are we going to get to the chorus here? <laughs> you picked it. You know, you know, what's funny about this song, all I want to do is let make love to you. Yeah. Ann Wilson refuses to sing it now because she hates it. Well, she said there she didn't ask him his name. Is that in reference to the guy she's getting ready to have sex with? I make love. I'm sorry. Yeah. She hates this song now. She won't sing it. Because of the randomness of the sex or some other reason? like She, she doesn't, doesn't like the song. Doesn't think the syncopation is very doesn't good. Doesn't think the song is very Technically, good. Technically, it's a poor song. I think it's a fine song. Wonderful. Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Thank you, gentlemen. Watch out for an accident blocking the left lane of I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. Traffic is still stop and go in this area and continues to build. Plan on some heavy slowdowns. They are working to get this one clear. And more delays expected on I-70 westbound between Miller and the 71 East split. This traffic report is sponsored by Batteries Plus Bulbs. At Batteries Plus, they do more than fix phones and tablets. They help their neighbors power their lives. Visit Batteries Plus in-store, curbside, and online for fast and reliable phone and tablet repair. Learn more at BatteriesPlus.com. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Before I talk about the Buckeye Show, let me tell you that Common Man and T-Bone is brought to you by Hinder Motors... What? I have marbles in my mouth, man. Hinderer Motor... <laughs> Hinderer Motorsports right here on the fan. Tim Hall is here. Hello, Timmy. You guys, Man and Bone, happy Friday. Happy Friday. Big 30-minute show coming up. <laughs> Are you happy for me? Well, it was funny today. I, so I come in. You were already here. You were already, you know, oh, you've been I here am, earlier. I always here. Yes, you've been here for a while today. And so then around two o'clock, you walked over and were like, all right, guys, taking off. I'll be back before the show. I already got my work done. I just want to let you know. I'm want you to know. Be getting out of I'm here for a little slacking. bit. Not slacking. I yep, got my work yep, done. I was here. And it's like, Tim, you have a half hour show. We're cool with it. Like, well, I don't know why you're even asking us. We, we can't tell you what to do. Can I'm going to tell you what to can do. I come in at five next Friday. Well, next no. Friday, I'm actually doing the high school football game. So, oh, all right. Well, then, no, you won't be coming in. You no. won't see me most You'll of the day. You'll be doing prep? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the game next week? Do you know? Ne- yeah, I do know. We have Dublin Jerome and your guys, Marysville, Ohio oh, State yeah. commit Gabe Powers. Gabe Powers. Yep. Big dude. Ready yeah. to go. Good name. Gabe Powers. Yes. Gabriel? Yep. Is it Gabriel Powers? Gabriel Powers. I don't know. Or if if he just says full name Gabe. I don't know. I don't know, actually. By the way. I actually don't know that. Great band name. Crap will tell us. Full name Gabe. Full name Gabe. I would see full name What kind of music do they play? (laughs) They're they're playing like a stripped down type of just straightforward rock and roll. They're not going for anything too crazy. 
Just something that sounds like they'd slide into any like 90s, early 2000s rock station. That's what they're going for. Yep. So what's coming up on the half hour Buckeye show tonight? We'll do a little final walkthrough, everything, and then more that you need to know about this game coming up against Akron. A little bit on the zips, or as you like to say. Zips? Yep. There's also an interesting factoid that I found about Kyle McCord. I don't know if everybody is privy to this, so I'll give you that in the first segment as well. And five good minutes with our bearded friend, some brews and Buckeyes with Patrick Murphy, his thoughts on the quarterback situation as well. Fastest football picks in the world. We will we'll stuff everything. It'll basically be like the content of a two-hour show in a 30-minute show when you cut out all the BS. That's an advertisement right there. <laughs> Buckeye show, top of the hour. Then it's high school football coverage at 6.30. Back page, hit it. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Boner. All right, man. I want to direct you to a story with legendary, I guess, zoologist, studier of chimpanzees, Jane Goodall. Right? She's been living with chimpanzees off and on for many, right. many years. She can talk to them, right? Well, yeah. She's she's. She's accepted learned her. some ways of communicating. Right. There's once a whole bunch. Once you, you're in, you're made in the shape. Yes, yes, yeah. you are. Anyway, she's lived a very interesting life. But but someone asked her about you know her career and all this stuff. This is in an interview in GQ, and the interviewer had this to say. They said, "I have a silly question. If you'll indulge me, and I'm sure you know where this is going. You've said you're not ruling out that Bigfoot exists." And so I thought, "Uh oh, Kyrie Irving moment." For Jane Goodall. Yeah. But it turns out she makes some sense. She says, number one, why would we rule out anything? We haven't, there's no way, like, I'm not saying it's happened. I just haven't seen it. But also, I'm not going to say it's never going to be discovered. Not going to rule out aliens. Sure. Right. She also then said this, though. She said, we've flown over forests in Ecuador where you would fly for hours and see no roads, no nothing. And then suddenly a village of 30 to 50 people. We would go talk to these people find ways to communicate and eventually an interpreter helped them talk to this person and say have you ever seen a monkey without a tail and they said oh yeah we've seen those they're about six feet tall walks like like a human and she's like these people would have no knowledge of bigfoot so i'm just saying we can't possibly know what is all over the planet i'm not going to rule out bigfoot i'm convinced (laughs) yeti's real I'm just saying, I can see where she's Bigfoot's coming real. from. I'm good. That she's not ruling it out. But also, I didn't get from this that she's like, I have definitive proof of Bigfoot. Like these guys that go on the TV shows and like, see that right there? That's the proof of it. Yeah, Bigfoot. no, this is... Uh, she's saying, this I, is my whole we, thing. We need more research. We need with, to find out. When I see the weather and it's 0% chance of rain, it's impossible. There's always a chance of rain. And there's when I see a 100% chance of rain, it's impossible. So that's what I think she's saying here. Yes. Is you can't say that it doesn't exist because we don't know. Yeah, I think that's fair. So anyway, Jane Goodall says the jury's still out on whether or not Bigfoot exists right. and let her live. I'm, my whole thing, I don't think we have Bigfoot. I don't either. For what it's worth. I don't th- I think aliens I think aliens are more likely than Bigfoot. Where do you stand on that, Tim? I think Bigfoot's more likely than an alien at this point. Really? An alien like not that we all not around that, not or that, have, that have visited not this that's coming planet. here. Just like what are we going to catch on 10 TV first? Oh, you're saying you think we'll see a Bigfoot before we'll see an alien yeah. here. Yeah. Okay. All right. I could go with, I could go with that more. 
But and why I said 10 somewhere. TV and not National Geographic? No, no, no. No idea. Because Dom's Dave getting Holmes that. Dom's is going to go out and find it. You, you <laughs> so with Dave Holmes, I was going Dom. I'm going to have Matt Andrews schedule Dom to Barry to go hey, find hey, the Yeti. How you spell your name? Y-E-T-I. Yeti. <laughs> Yeti? Yeti? Hey, what do you think about the Buckeyes in Akron, Yeti? Oh, I bought one of your cups. It's great. Don't you think Urban's going to be great? Oh, is that what he's <laughs> that what he would ask the Yeti? Yeti. Yeah. The Yeti. Great NFL, yeah. There you go. Pretty hairy guy, Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how do you shave? <laughs> you put powder down in your privates? What are you doing there, Yeti? <laughs> Buckeye show's coming up next. We'll see you Monday. Have a great weekend. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Good evening. Heavy slowdowns expected on I-71 southbound at 11th Avenue. An accident still blocking the left lane. It is taking quite some time to get this one clear. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Hudson Street. And an earlier accident has cleared from I-70 eastbound before US-33, but traffic is still slow as it recovers over there. This traffic report is sponsored by Insperity, providing scalable HR services, employee benefits, payroll, and HR technology for 30-plus years. Insperity's mission is to help businesses succeed so communities prosper. Insperity, HR that makes a difference. Visit Insperity.com. Only an array with fan traffic. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry. The other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I too would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now. Yeah. For almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day, all of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe. I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, you're, I I too shave like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the you know coconut with a Hulu skirt on should. it. Like no, I'm not going to do you that. Need a different look, and you can't shave it all the way. No, you I, can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. You would look like a total I mean, clan member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like that makes you. Yeah, but don't you just stop? What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like I just. You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there that are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's, I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look. 
without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do something right. like that. I that's, know, I know, I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, I just fine want, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer-loving yes, guy. Good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, good. All right. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 